Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. T-R-P-E. The realest podcast ever, realest podcast ever. Two brothers bringing thinking on a second level. Music, sports, fashion, politics, and the streets. The best two hours out of every week. YDN, dinosaurs, and YBODs. Real talk every time, this is what you need. We just out here popping shit. It's your boy C. Diddy and Matt makes me sick. T-R-P-E, T-R-P-E, go. T-R-P-E, T-R-P-E, go. The realest podcast ever. The realest podcast ever. Jim Fumi. The fucking worst headphones hey, ever. Whatever, whatever you did, like, <laughs> fuck me up, too. Yo, listen, I'm on a whole nother box. <laughs> this is the realest podcast ever. I don't even know the episode number. I thought it was episode 93. I thought I was, I thought it was 94 all day. I'm like, no, it's not that. I'm going to go look at the old archive. What's weird is on the app, it has like a number and then another number. Yeah, that's some pod bean shit. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, know what, what that is because, you know, we actually have. Our episode numbers for our internal accounting are one thing. How many episodes we actually have, uh, totally different thing. Thanks, like, Justin. Yeah, there yeah. are certain there's certain shit out there. I had a long talk with Justin. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I love, Justin is like my favorite. He's become my favorite person in the world to talk yeah, every to. Every time yeah. I talk to you, you're like, yeah, I talked to Justin yesterday. Yeah, I talked to Justin all the fucking time. We'll get into me talking to my, my Justin uh, Vegas recap. Yeah. Uh, we'll get into that in a little minute. But, yeah, this is episode 93, Realest Podcast Ever. Um, but, yeah, for our own internal accounting, purposes like we have extra episodes okay social media episode was split into two episodes right both of which are now off the internet completely. i don't understand that the file is corrupted nobody can find it justin thought it was on the pod bean original feed from before it's not he can't find the shit it lo- was lost in the transfer to wildfire the social media episode is gone goodbye guys yeah. uh cloth talk with talib is out of there oh wow that's off the fucking well, now internet. was that talib's doing pulling some talib shit talib probably spammed the episode mm-hmm. four million five hundred and sixty seven thousand yeah. times that's off the internet uh it. what else uh damn there was another one it was like episode number 41 or some shit like that whatever that was out of there. Mm. The good news is Migos for president, the gift that keeps on giving <laughs> is still on the fucking internet. So there goes that. Uh and it was like it was like six episodes in total that I had to just take off for the feed because it was re- making our feed read out wrong and it was fucking us up. The good news is we're back on Spotify. Uh we've been on Apple. Uh I believe we're back up and running on uh Stitcher Radio okay. and all of these other fucking podcast platforms. Uh, so I learned something this week in talking to Justin. Um, if you go 90 days inactive without putting up episode, they sweep your fucking feed oh. because that's how they make space for the new terrible podcasts that come about <laughs> <laughs> and, pre- and preserve their fucking servers. So that's why the, we was off Spotify altogether. The Stitcher Radio shit didn't update and all of that. But now that it's updated and refreshing, downloads is going up on a fucking Tuesday. So the guys I work with are actually starting a podcast. They told me the other day about four of them. They bet like, yo, do you want any parts of this? You want to be on it? And I'm just like. You you four niggas might be the most retarded motherfuckers <laughs> I've ever met. I, I just I don't want any parts of that. I'm sorry, but it is a lot of podcasts going lot, on. It'd it be making me at times feel like, damn, are we good? Or because it's just I don't want to get lumped in 
with everything or every one. I mean, the, the thing is, but you know, it's just so many of them. Like every day, there's a new one starting. The old a new four adage, or five starting. The old adage is that the cream rises, so the best shows are gonna gonna separate themselves from the rest. You see what Gilly and Wallow were able to do with their show in a very short amount of time. Um, kind of similar with Joe Button did. They were known for something else. Jumped into the podcast shit. Whew, show shot to the fucking top. They actually just did a deal with Barstool. Congratulations to Gillian Wallow on the Barstool deal because Barstool is white as a motherfucker. Mm. So for them to have uh, their show on that network and they're saying it's like a big money deal or whatever, congratulations to them. So Yeah, when I saw Barstool, I was like, wow. Yeah, so the shows that make sense and actually have shit going on cut through. Like with us, we did mm. a fucking Roots Picnic. That shit ain't no fucking small feat. And that was right. the first year they did podcasts. Had the, Joe and them kind of tight. Yeah, they could be the we, we got we we got a little shot for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they said they weren't real enough. Yeah. <laughs> but uh so yeah, so there's so many podcasts out there. Ninety seven percent of them are so bad. Yeah. It's just people that wanted to pay their hundred dollars an hour to fucking record somewhere talking about whatever the fuck they want to talk about, and it just stinks. There was one show, this guy that I know, I can't f- remember his fucking name. I used to talk to him a lot on Twitter. He did a show, and he was basically, uh, he's like a bigger dickhead than I am. Okay. <laughs> so that was like his whole premise is like, I'm a dickhead. Everybody hates me. I'm doing a podcast. He did like four episodes, and it was some of the funniest shit I ever heard in my life. I cried okay. for weeks listening to the shit, and then he just quit. Uh-huh. So usually people that are like pieces of shit like me don't really continue forward with stuff like that. So yeah. us making it to over 90 episodes is amazing in itself. Yeah, I take a lot of the blame for us being like uh, kind of like um, here and there, you know, on and off and whatnot. It's like I've really had like a lot of long talks, a lot of like long talks with myself, and I'm just like, yeah, like we got to see this thing through. Yeah. Like, you know, we're we're good enough. I feel like, and um, I feel like we once we get super duper dedicated to it, yeah. you know, we've had periods where we're super dedicated. I mean, we, it, it, <laughs> there are two or three weeks spans. <laughs> yeah, where we, we're we all like, about the ah. podcast. Uh, we were like the superpowers, fucking Hulk Hogan and Macho right. Man, and um. You know, there were different things that took place over the time period where it's like, all right, there's a new media era. Then there was the wildfire era. Then there was the we hate wildfire era. And then there's the Mets all for the summer era. And then now, you know, we're back. We're in the trap house era. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So now we're in the fucking in the trap law firm house, doctor's (laughs) office. (laughs) You get fucking perks. Medical examinations, law law consultations. It really is a doctor's office out <laughs> it's there. Everything. That's the funniest part about it. Last week when we was here, somebody was upstairs in one of the bedrooms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, like, yo, is it a person up like, there? Is that a hostel going on? He's like, like, yeah, don't pay that anymore. Yeah, we run out rooms, too. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what the what the daily room rate is. They fucking using this shit as a as a uh, what's the uh, shit Airbnb, Airbnb also, like a Jersey Blue Moon going on. <laughs> exactly. Shit is wild, man. So with that being said, three shows back in a row. A streak. A streak. Yeah. It continues. It continues. I tried to watch Major League the other day. It's a funny movie. It's not a very good movie. Which one? Part one. I mean, the movie's not really good. It's just not hilarious. Really. Yes, exactly. It's just funny as shit. Every little thing about it is just... I forgot that fucking Wild Thing got out of jail. Dog. He, <laughs> he was on the back of Boy Harley with his shit in the trash bag. They was like, yo, what uh, what, what system were you in? California oh, Penal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the funniest part of the first major league. Serrano had the little motherfucker Joe Boo that he was praying to. And he poured the rum in his little shot glass. And the old white pitcher was like, I wouldn't leave that rum sitting around these bu- this bunch. And he's like, you drink Joe Boo's rum. 
It's very bad. Everybody left out the locker room. White boy seen it. He's up your butt, Joe Boo. He came walking on the field like, hey, bartender, Joe Boo needs a refill. And the bat hit him. Dog. Dog. The motherfucker lost uh, control of the bat. That shit hit him in the back of the head. Crazy. They was like, uh, they was like, who the hell is that? They was like, Serrano. They was like, why didn't nobody pick him up? He said he uh, defected from Cuba. He yeah. wanted to practice his religion. So what's his religion? Voodoo. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, I can't hit a curveball. Remember the old white dude was super into Christianity. Yeah. And he was in the voodoo. And he was like, um, some, some, something you should think about praying to Jesus instead of that stupid doll. And he was like, hey, Zeus, I know him very well. He no help. And he was like, you mean to tell me Jesus can hit a curveball? <laughs> Major League is really the stupidest fucking movie on the planet. I love that shit. Holy shit. First one and second one, hilarious. Yeah. I tell you, that third one, I... Yeah. So, as you guys know, we have a live show coming up Thursday, January 16th. It's a little under two weeks away. Uh, all of the reserve seating up front sold out. Shout out to everybody that bought their tickets already. Yeah, I, I want to do that, man. The people who have been supporting this shit from day one, you know who you are. I'm not naming y'all individually. But it's some people that just everything. They just support. Yes. They with it. They was at the Roots Picnic. They going to be there for this. They bought merch when the merch was yes. It just... Y'all dope. You the rest of you late coming motherfuckers. I mean, you buy know your how, tickets. You know how that go. It's gonna be the day before. Oh shit, yo, we gonna be on stage. Somebody gonna be calling me. Yo, you got tickets for yeah, that, Gerald? I'm performing right now. Trust me, I went through it with my engagement. <laughs> Who all gonna be there? Yo, what time y'all? What time you getting engaged, bro? Like one of my close homies hit me with the. Yo, don't do it till I get there. I'll be there around 6.30. Nigga, this shit start at 2. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Didn't pull up. Damn, it's over. <laughs> Real talk. Y'all got I any more chicken left? Yo, hate everybody, man. Like So, Thursday, January 16th, live show, third anniversary. Appreciate all our early adopters, all the major, major supporters. Both the reserve seating, coming to the show to buy merch, participate, be a part of the show. We got some dope surprises for y'all. Already told Matt what it is. Yeah. He's with it. Already told our special drunk guest what it is. Yeah. He's with it. We're going to have a good fucking time. Get him off the bottle. It'll be lit. <laughs> we get him off the bottle for like four hours. Right. Get him off the teller's port for four fucking hours. He's going to show up with a rider longer than all our shit. <laughs> <laughs> all liquor. <laughs> Let me get uh, Purple Mike Knights. <laughs> Teller's port, port flavor. Dumb shit. Like uh, four black and miles. Like you don't even smoke. Right. I'm I'm here for free, right, and I real shit. I want my black Just and miles. Just to have them. You know what I'm saying. So get your tickets now. PunchlinePhilly.com. PunchlinePhilly.com. Or if you down by the Fillmore, slide it up the punchline. Go buy your tickets at the box office. They're only $22. Come support. Have a good time. After party. We got an after party. Oh, is that Mirage? Yeah. Matt's coming to the club. It was funny. As Jules was asking me, like, are we doing any after? What are you we doing? doing after, after what are you party, doing baby? after the joint? I was like, <laughs> I was going to get an Impossible Burger from Silk City and go home. <laughs> nah. <laughs> we uh, we yeah. got an after party at Mirage, 119 South Street. Matt's coming to the club. Uh, is that... Is is that hookah? Yeah. Because I, I, I want to do hookah. Matt's going to do hookah? I'm going to do hookah. We having an after party. It's my man, Dre Ali. He's a big supporter yeah, of the show, shout too. Out Dre. I like my him, man, man, Dre Ali. And that's my partner in my Thursday situation at Mirage. It's his birthday. It's the realest Thursday ever. Uh -huh, it's okay. going down, yeah, baby. Well, well, shit, it'll be fun, then. Because, like, all my, my lady, her friends are coming. So we're going to get it popping. Yeah, we're going to get it cracking. I'm bottles doing, bottles I'm, on Dre Ali. Yeah, hell, especially <laughs> if it's free. If, if it's for free, it's, it's for me. It's on Dre Ali that yeah, night. Yeah, I just I just want a hookah. <laughs> We're going to get Matt two hookahs. Two hookahs. I appreciate it. Big Dan to bring some hookahs. <laughs> and we, we get it cracking. Yeah. 
But um, what was I about to say? Uh, it's first new, episode of twenty twenty, baby. It's a, it's a new year. Um, your new your your year started with foolishness. Oh man, <laughs> oh man. So apparently, now listen. When I woke up that morning, right, the New Year's, New Day, New Year, whatever, January 1st, I go on Twitter, and I see the realest podcast ever, Twitter, and you're just going off. And I'm just like, oh, whatever, you know, it's Chad. Then I went on Instagram, and I see you, I'm like, all right, what the fuck happened? <laughs> <laughs> He's on multiple sites. What I told you was worse than what I said on the social media. Yeah, I could believe it. Uh, apparently... The the I'm gonna start from the end, okay. like a like a BET movie. I'm gonna oh. start from the end. You probably wonder how I got here. <laughs> I'm gonna start from the end. So apparently, with Al Green playing yeah, in the background. Apparently, yeah. the rumor is I beat up like four chicks oh, in Atlantic wow. City. That's the rumor. I had three of my close homies tell me this. No, two of my close homies and one person that said, "Oh yeah, I heard you was wilding in Atlantic City." They didn't speci- he didn't specify what it was. Yeah. So. The the real actual story is somebody that I know. I'm I'm, I'm on a, no names to protect the to, to protect the dickheads involved in this. I know the names, but yeah. <laughs> Matt knows the name. Yeah. So somebody that I know very well. Wouldn't quite consider her a friend, but I know her. She's a friend of a friend. Friend of several friends. Right. She was out with somebody that I consider a friend to make shit even worse. She the party was from nine PM to six AM. Right. So that's the first mistake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Niggas say, yeah. is getting drunk yeah. for entirely too long. Right. Keep in mind, we're in a casino property. We're in the all new Hard Rock Casino. This shit is like a Vegas property. Right. This shit is beautiful. I don't know if anybody's been down to like the new AC. That like, shit is lit. Between Ocean, the Golden Nugget, oh, it, I told you, I stayed Ocean. Come on, it's nice as shit yeah. down there. Yeah. So we're in the Hard Rock. We're not like downstairs. We're like upstairs. Club wing, all of this old shit. We're doing a party at fucking Scores. Scores has two clubs. They got Scores and they got Blue Velvet. We're in Blue Velvet. The party is popping. We're having a good time. Fucking bottle service, people drinking. I know everybody here because there are no New Jersey people that came to this party. It's a Philly fucking party. I know everybody there. So at some point, at some point, I start seeing Shorty like kind of like wobbling a little bit. That's normally when it's about to go left. She's bouncing from section to section. I can't quite remember if she had a bottle in her hand or what, but she was visibly drunk. Shoes off. <laughs> Shoes off. Hair a little frayed at this point. Yeah. The, hair, the hair is always puffy. Hair a little frayed. Yeah. Been dancing a little too hard. Too many twerking. Yeah. And... Look like Sinclair of Living Single. And so and how she ended up in my section, I don't know. There's conflicting stories. Somebody said, well, her friends was in our section. She came over there to meet them. Somebody said that my man was responsible. He waved her over and she ended up in there. Now let me ask you this, because I don't have club etiquette. Now, when <laughs> I always hear, oh, so-and-so was in my section doing the most, or why these hoes was in my section, yeah. or why do there aren't. Do they not have like velvet ropes? Is no, that like that not shit a thing? is over. Okay. Yeah, the velvet. But the the way that they had the table set up was like initially the people who were supposed to get in the section got in the section because like they opened up an area for us. The other parts of it was like blocked off, like a table here. So it's basically almost like set up to. It's like a little half of a donut. 
like okay. a half moon or whatever like that is the way that the couch was. And on the one side, they had a table to basically to prevent randoms from walking in. And then on the other end, you fill in with people. And then on the other end is somebody whose table it is, me, right. policing who comes in and out. Okay. So by this time, that little table has gotten moved. Okay. The table is gone. Table's gone. Table's gone. So Shorty comes, sashay over there, whatever. Literally four seconds of her being in the fucking section, it's pandemonium. <laughs> it's the Tasmanian devil. Yeah. Like at this point. Like apparently she bumped into or the, or one of the girls bumped into her. Somebody spilled a drink. Damn, what's going on? You all right? Maybe you spill my drink, blah, blah, blah. Whack him. It just turned into whack-a-mole at that point. <laughs> like the shit just went left. She's going crazy. Uh People, my man trying to break it up. I'm trying to break the shit up. Some other hoes that I don't know, they didn't got involved in it. Now, I can't say I did throw a tall cup of orange juice in one of these bitches' face. Okay. That did happen. Because she like she grabbed me and popped my necklace. Oh, wow. She didn't even have nothing to do with nothing because the girl that was going crazy trying to fight everybody was with two people, and they were standing next to me. So whoever these other hoes was, I don't know. Whoever got the orange juice and the Patron in the face, I'm sorry. Hopefully I didn't fuck your makeup too bad. Right. So that was that. So this is all like a 20-second, 30-second interaction. Yeah. Like security come, clean clean everybody up. Whew. They take the defending parties outside or whatever. The people that's with me, everybody good? Y'all good? Uh, uh. All right, cool. I'm trying to go back to party. The girl who got... Sucker Punch had another thing, had another fucking plan on you her mind. You got another thing coming. Yeah, you got another motherfucking thing you coming if you think coming. that you're going to punch me and then that's the end of this shit. So, she decides, she looking around, I lost my phone. Keep in mind, my chain got popped or whatever like that. Somebody pointed it out to me like, yo, is that yeah, your I was, chain? I was going to ask you, did you get your chain back? I got back? my chain back. Okay. I got my chain back. So, the girl lost her phone in the fray, like literally within seconds. <laughs> phone loss. Right. This shit go that way. This people, whatever. Security came, cleaned it up, got the, the girls out of the way. Boom, done. She decides, I'm going outside. I know I just got sucker punch, whatever the case may be. I'm going outside. So she goes outside. The girl that's with me decides, oh, I can't let my friend go outside by herself. She go outside. No, she's outside. About three minutes later, now, it registers to now me. Now you have to go outside. Wait a minute. The two people that rode in my car is both outside. Let me go outside. Right. I go outside. It's World War III, <laughs> my nigga. It's literally like, all you hear is like, what's up? What's up? What's up? And then it just kicks off. It's literally like 10 little fights all going on in the hallway. Keep in mind, we're in a casino property. It's police everywhere. It's casino security everywhere. It's cameras everywhere. These motherfuckers decide we just going. We just going to duke it out right. forever. <laughs> like we just never. We're not stopping. I wish people could see your face. Yo, right we're going to duke the cameras. Yo, we're going to duke it out forever. Like so, Ugh. this one little twenty-five second fight that turned into ten mini fights outside. Holes I've never seen before that I didn't even know was in the party that I kicked out yeah. of the party. They're involved, all type of shit. The one girl, that, the initial girl or whatever, the one that ran outside behind them, somebody hit her in the head with a shoe. <clears throat> she had to get fucking staples in her scalp. Yeah. Like, the, the initial girl that started the fight, she got into 55 more fights yeah. over the next hour. 
eventually fighting some random white girls she didn't even know. She gets locked the fuck up out there. Two more girls get locked the fuck up. You ever seen that video where the boy was stealing in Walmart and the security had his knee in his neck? <laughs> yeah. It was one of them Jones right in front of the. They had, the security had the knee on the neck like, yo, chill out. Yo, cool out. No, fuck you, pussy. Handcuffs. Now you go cool out? No, bitch. Locked her up. Yeah, I never understand that. understood that one. You're done. It's over. My whole thing is I'm not going to jail in Atlantic City. Like, yeah. I'm not going to jail in another. It's not happening. Yeah. You don't know what's going to happen. So <clears throat> three people locked up, all this random shit. Now the initial girl, the one who lost her phone, all of this old shit, now she... Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. He's supercharged. Right. So after she don't get locked up, grabbed by police, nothing, they just split it up. I put her, the girl I'm with, yo, go over here. Uh-uh, stay. Now she's asking randoms in the hallway, yo, do you know so-and-so? Do you, like people she don't even know. Do you know so and so? Did you see what so? They like, sis. What are you talking about? You trying to go through something? <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> there was fifteen more minutes of that. Ew. At this point, they didn't shut the club door. The club's supposed to go till six in the morning. It's three fifteen. They didn't close the door, locked it. Nobody's getting in. You can only come out. I talked to the lady that run the, uh, the the clubs for scores and all that. I'm like, yo, can I go back in? She's like, you could go back in. They ain't going back in. I just watched them fight 10 different people out here. They're not going back in. I go inside, get their stuff. I come out. I got coats, yeah. purses, you like shoes. You're like a mom with a drum exactly. on. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out where shit go. I come back out. It's another <laughs> fight going on. And another thing. And another thing. Some other girl. That was with us. It was four girls with me and my man in total. She decides, oh, it's all this fighting going on. I'm going to go steal off on this other bitch that I had problems yeah, with. I've been looking, yeah. I've been waiting to fight you for eight months now. Even though I've seen you 64 times between then and now, now is yeah. the time. So she go kick something off. The girl she swing on her, her girlfriend trash her fast like a quick one. Speed beat her. Her girlfriend, everybody, keep in mind, everybody's drunk as shit. Yeah. Her girlfriend called herself jumping in it to save her friend, starts fighting the first girl who phone got lost. Damn. So now this girl been in 15 fights this night. I had to get between. I'm like, yo, get the fuck off of her. Get off. Yo, we're together. She don't even know who she fighting. I ended up having to grab the girl from her next separate. I'm like, yo. Chill out Like You don't even know Who you fighting You hyping shit Your girlfriend's getting Beat the fuck up Right here yeah. Like Look <laughs> Look <laughs> Look She's on the ground Getting trashed It's video with this shit That's floating around The internet And people's close friends And then they DMs Like And You don't even know Who you who you fight now The most funniest part Of the whole night And I regret I regret doing this I kind of like Just shoved her Just like yo Cause she's still charging I'm like yo I shoved her to Just push her back And she fell In like slow motion Like the matrix <laughs> So that's why People is like Yo I heard you Beat beat chicks up No That did I pushed her And she fell Like down goes Frazier yeah. Like on a slow motion Joe yeah. and it was a bad look But to dispel the rumors No I did not fight Anybody in Lang City I'm out there Breaking this shit up These girls 
girls is acting like wild fucking animals. And me and Matt had a talk behind the scenes. Yo. I don't know if you want to do what it do. I, the fun, before we go into it, the funniest part of the whole thing was, this is how you know when shit went left and went left bad. I sent Chad a simple text. Damn, what happened last night? The voice note came through and started with a four. I'm like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> when the voice note come through and it's four or five minutes long, it's like, all right, yeah. Because you don't want to miss no important right. details. But we were talking the other day about just how the young women between the ages of, what were, the, what were we? 18, Six, 16 to 26. Six, 16 to 26. It's a couple of y'all a little older, but whatever. 16 to 26. The the women now, they're, they're so aggressive. Yo. I don't understand what it is. Like, why do y'all have this much anger, this much aggression? And I ain't even like on the, you know, I, I do the, the bus. Right. And I, I I pick the, I take the kids to school at Roxborough in the morning. I take the kids home from Seoul in the afternoon. Yeah. And I watch the way, the young boys, it's not them. They literally get on the bus. What up, boy? What up, boy? What up, OG? What up, boy? What up? The girls get on, I ain't got my transpass and I ain't the fuck, I'm riding. It'd be like, sis, I don't give a goddamn. Why, like, say hello. Why are you this? <laughs> dog. And one little girl got on. She's like, yeah, my transfer's in my bag. Do I got to take that shit out? I'm like, sis, just, I don't, you're, you're going to end up in prison. Just who cares? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't, I don't care. <clears throat> but the young bulls really don't be, they don't have nothing. Whenever it's a fight on the bus, somebody, you hear somebody scream, like, yo, they fighting, they fighting, they fighting. Turn around. It's, it's the girls. The boys be the boys, yo, y'all drawing. Yeah. That's how they that's how they react to it. And it's like, I look at those are 16, 17, 18 year old people. Yeah. Then you got the 20, 21, 22s. These are the girls you see all day on Twitter and Instagram pulling up to people's houses. Yeah. I saw a video of a girl bashing out the girl mom windows because she wouldn't come out. And I'm just like, Oh, yeah, I definitely saw that. I'm like, I know yo, who that what, was. What, what, what? No, no, this was this was real. <laughs> oh, a new one? Yeah, this was in it was in New York. I saw it the other day on uh, like no, there was, there's, there's an infamous Philly one that happened I know that, also. But it's just Ain't no man pulling up to no guy house and he don't want to come outside to fight. He like, I'm gonna bash. He's like, start bashing the mom windows, like, cause niggas know. Where your grandma's station wagon at, nigga? It's on. <laughs> my, my, my uncle Doc, like there it is. Because uh, niggas just know you can get your head blown off. Yeah, shit goes super left. You gonna get smoked. And I think that's what it is. Love talks all the time about a healthy fear. And just living your life and policing yourself for fear of what might happen or where shit might go. And I think that men have this internal like mechanism that says, if this shit go too far, I'm going to have to kill this nigga or he going to kill me. Right. Because we know the next step to ex any form of extreme violence is is the guns come out oh. automatically. And that don't matter if it's a pussy nigga, if you a gangster, or you fall somewhere in between. Oh. The next logical step is gun violence because... And listen closely. This is a gem. Everybody has somebody in their life they that's willing, willing to, to throw their life away in order to protect them. Put you in a box fast. Everybody. The, the most regular nigga on earth. The most pussiest person you think. Oh, he's a, he's a bitch. And there's, there's somebody Dis in his life. Disrespect his lady or his mom and he'll flipping the switchblade like Nino Brown. You're like, wait, what's <laughs> like, what happened? What that happened? Real talk. Like, so that with that being said, I just think that like these young women don't have that internal mechanism that says this shit they just look at it like oh, i was gonna be a fight and then that's just gonna be that or whatever but there's a handful of women out here that ain't playing with y'all yeah they macing y'all they tasering y'all and some of them is shooting so it's like yo depending upon what you doing and where you at you might press the issue on somebody and then they press back and then it's like 
Now we got to see you trending on Twitter and on Instagram yeah. talking about, oh, you never hurt nobody and you was the fucking cause of your own demise. So, yeah, we was talking about that shit behind the scenes. It's just like, yo, what is with the anger and the aggression and the violence? The it, propensity it, for violence is crazy. It's, I'm telling you, though, I, I literally be driving the bus sometimes. I just be hearing some of the things that they say to each other. Even just down to the, the girls, they... They literally tell each other to shut the fuck up and suck my dick. Oh, these are the girls. Right. To girls. <laughs> right. Like, there ain't no dicks, but they suck my <laughs> dick. Shut the fuck up all day. And it'd be like, yo. How did we get here? I literally had a, a, a post on IG like a couple years ago that went viral. And it was like the percentage of people who use the term suck my dick. Men, less than 1%. <laughs> Women, higher than 99%. <laughs> it's like these are the people who say that shit to each other. Because, you know, man, you say that to the wrong nigga, you, you smoke. There's nothing to rap about. And it's like I watch it all day and it just be like, yo, what, what, why are y'all this angry? What the fuck do y'all be fighting for every day? I don't get it. They they literally, I, <laughs> I was doing the 54, and the run, the run I had had a school tripper at Dobbins. You know Dobbins, oh, 20, 22nd Lehigh. Good so God. So we had to go out there. Me, shout out Pimp. Me, Pimp, Larry. We was out there. <clears throat> we, we had the buses parked outside. Now, I haven't been out front of Dobbins on, since the about... Three years ago. Did I ever tell you when a young boy was trying to steal the bus? Yeah. Okay. So that was my last time out front of Dobbins. So I'm just like, I already know some goofy shit going to pop up because it's Dobbins. Right. <clears throat> so I pull up. Pimp out there. Pimp like, yeah, man, these, they was wilding the fuck out here yesterday. I'm like, what you mean? He was like, dog, it was like a, a hundred on 100 melee. <laughs> like, he's like, I ain't never seen that many people fighting. Right. At one time. In like 62 degree weather In unison and you, like, He's like I've never seen that shit You know what I'm saying So I'm talking about As he's telling me this You hear The, the school's letting out Motherfuckers start coming out of steps I'm talking about They got to like the fourth or fifth You know it's like 18 yeah. steps They got to like the fourth or fifth step And all you heard was Yeah pussy you thought that shit was over I'm like uh oh <laughs> <laughs> It's the rematch But these are These are These are girls Oh. Like these are women, and when I, you know, young girls, young ladies, and yeah. the, the, like girls was walking up with like they hairs, they like scarves on, cause they uh. know. And I mean, like at the, as fast as you could blink, it was like a twenty on twenty girl fight, and so the school police and it was a regular police yeah. officer, and motherfuckers was like at him, like the fuck you gonna do? And he literally on the tip, like. What, 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 like, <laughs> I've been, I've been on this assignment for four years. I'm, Fuck I'm you told, up I told my man, I'm like, he gonna have to shoot in the air. Like, <laughs> he just gonna have to start cutting <laughs> to end this shit. <laughs> like, it's nothing he can do. It's just, there's just, they, I'm talking about the fight went from Dobbins to the parking lot down to the McDonald's. Little bit of it down the old Connie Mack Stadium, you know, that's the de yeah, delivery shirt. Yeah. That shit was down there. It was a little bit over here waiting for the 33. It was just like all over the place. And I'm just like, Yo, this shit is mayhem. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. And, dog, like the, and the, the young boys is walking past me like, hey, man, boy, they be the fuck drawling. What time you leave, though? Like, they <laughs> right. give a I'm fuck. I'm trying to go home. Real <laughs> shit. And I, it really be having me sometimes, like, I don't know where that came from or why it's like that. Like, why this, just, 
shit you see get said. I, I was talking to you the other day about like the captions on Instagram. It's just so much aggression. We sent each other the same shit the other day. <laughs> it's so much aggression that just comes through simple shit. Yeah. Like you get a, a new job or a new house or a new car or a puppy. Or y'all bitches thought I wasn't going to win. Y'all bitches thought I wasn't going to get this puppy. And it, it just be like, w- w- what is this? Like, what, what do that shit be about? And I, I've really, it, it's perplexing to me at times. What I'm trying to figure out is y'all bitches like a group, like the cabal. <laughs> like, is, is y'all bitches somewhere meeting every week, planning like random people on the internet's demise? Or is it just like different groups of y'all bitches? It's, it's funny because Carl was talking about it before. And I, you, you brought it back up the other day where like a lot of the, the millennials, have this meek mill attitude where it's like everybody's hating on me everybody's against me everybody's like rooting for me to fall apart and everybody's you know not in my corner and it'd be like yeah I, I'm just keeping it being with you 99% of people really don't care what you Aren't got going about on you. either way like they're not yeah. hating they're not supporting they really just they, they got their own lives they're not even thinking about yeah. you so it's like you know me, I get a new car. You get a new car. We we say it to each other. Oh, I just got this. Oh, yeah. that's what's up. That's what's up. We talk about you. Like, you know, you get some sneaks. We was talking about the Yeezys this yeah. morning. It's like, you know, you do some. Oh, yeah, I like them, Joe. You know, but it's like, if you make a post on Instagram, it's like, yeah, y'all not ass niggas thought I wasn't going to come through with the new Yeezys. It's like, I, be, I don't know about this shit. It is crazy over here. Y'all not ass niggas thought I wasn't going to have a 700 boost technology. Yo, it, it, it just it's crazy at just how... The I ain't even gonna say because we're we're older now we thirty five, but like that thirty to twenty, the 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 misplaced hate and yeah. uh, it, it's just crazy to watch some because uh, and then the shit like we talk about it spoils over I mean spills over into real violence yeah like people really get punched in the face people really get stabbed people really get shot I, yeah. me, me and my uh, young man K Rod we was riding through our old, old neighborhood and. We pulled up to 78th and Buells. I'll never get this shit. That's, I used to live on 77th and Buells. We pulled up right where a Bartram Motivation yeah. is. We pull up there. It was like a six-on-six six rumble, like women. Like, just women was duking it out. Broad daylight. So K-Rod was like, yo, pull up, pull up, pull up. I pull over. We get out of the car. I was like, the fuck? He like, yo, this shit is crack. What the fuck is going on? And out of nowhere, it was this guy with no shirt and, like, half his hair braided with a rifle. Uh running through the crowd and but, but, it was so funny because you ever seen the wash yeah remember when they was going to get out of the car and eminem came past when they just oh that nigga got that <laughs> <laughs> that's how came oh that nigga got a job <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but it was so weird because it was nigga like came through with the bayonet you you see these situations we talked about it a little bit before i think we when we did the uh the uh, the awards we talked about the shaking my head moments with like the women getting shot and shit yeah. like that and it's like you're starting to see it more and more where it's like women are getting shot like yeah. left and right like smoke and granted a lot of these situations be goofy as shit and you know exes and baby fathers yeah. is corny as shit whatever whatever but it's just it's a lot of violence that goes on that just doesn't yeah I see violence happen because of Twitter. All the time. They Be- schedule rumbles off of Twitter. I'm literally on Twitter and Instagram to, like, bid, talk with my friends and family. It's like, I don't even understand how you get to the point where it's like, yo. Meet me in front of the deli. Yeah. <laughs> Today. At, at 313, motherfucker. It's on. 
Real shit. Bring your air, bring your Nikes, motherfucker, because it's going down. Real talk. It's crazy as fuck. That we'd be here all day trying to like debunk it and figure out a way to like fight through it and end it. You can't end it, but yeah. you know, it's it's one of them things. Somebody asked me the other day, what do you think has to be done to end racism? And I'm like, why? Why? Like, it's 2020. Why? Why? You know, he's still trying to figure that shit out. Still trying to crack that code. And he was just, I mean, you know, because he's like, I want to see it in. Mind you, we're at a doctor's office and we're like in the waiting room. And it's just this random white guy. <laughs> like, Sir. And, and it's just like, you know, like, because I, I just want to see things just get better and just, you know, like, I'm just sick of it. Like, I'm sick of it all. And I'm just like, I wanted to tell him, like, to end racism. It's like, We'd have, everyone would have to die. You know what I'm saying? You like, wanna, in order to end racism, it'd have to be like getting rid of the dinosaurs. You need every white person over like 60 years old to die. No, like everyone. Like the Big Bang Theory. Like civilization. Oh, start from civilization would have. It's just too, it's too many things that slavery has affected. I'm not even like the, the, the looks of you being black, me being yeah. black, or somebody being white. I'm just talking about like the economy, schooling. You know, it just everything. Like literally to end that shit, they, they, dog. L literally less than thirty years ago, Wall Street firms legitimately were getting hit with affirmative action cases. Yeah. Like y'all have to hire somebody black, or we we sue right. y'all. <laughs> like that's it's like the, all right, man. Not right. that. Fuck. Fuck. All right. Call that nigga from Harvard back. <laughs> Real talk. Like it. It's too much. Like, and I was just like, this is it's a pointless conversation. I yeah. saw people talking about it on Facebook the other day, and I'm like, why is this going on? Like, why is this a thing? Like, why is this coming? Like, just hanging around right yeah. now. It's just like, yeah, like too many things have been like uh, ingrained in the fiber right. Of, right. of people, and that's why I look at like a lot of these situations with like the the violence, the the anger, and it's just it's hard when you growing up a certain way. You know, you live in a certain neighborhood. You know, you you used to certain things. Yeah. It, nothing can turn that off You right. know what I mean Like we know people Who are like good people That's But they from where they from So they still yeah, You hear motherfucker say Don't take me <laughs> I'll go back Jay-Z's a billionaire He literally gets on every song I'll go back to the black hood <laughs> <laughs> Like it, it, it's hard to turn that off When yeah. you grow up a certain way And believing in certain things Or carrying certain values Or traditions Or non-values right. And non-traditions You know what I'm saying Like it's just for me, it's hard. Like, when I think of the club and people standing on the couch, I can literally hear my mom, like, get your ass off the couch. <laughs> so it would be hard for me to stand on the couch. Right. It goes and against the, everything you've been taught your whole life. You understand what I'm saying? So that that's kind of where that thing is. But, yeah, it, the the violence and the aggression that go on. The is, shit got to stop, man. It's, it's bonkers. Because I was just uh, I was at lunch with my homegirl yesterday, and we talking, and I was, you know, re recapping the New Year's Eve shit with her. And she's like, oh, yeah, so-and-so was fighting on Friday at Biblos. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, like what is going on with these people, man? Like, it's, 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 it's everywhere. And it's always the, you know, the young ethnic women. Like, and it's just like, yo, y'all got to stop the nonsense. It was a big-ass brawl at, uh, at Mirage a couple months ago. Then everybody got mad. At, everybody involved got mad at me for reporting it. Like, yo, how about y'all not do this shit? Yeah. I don't even understand that one. Like, Fight, I, I don't, I don't want to fight. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that ain't what I came out for. If I do come out, you know what I mean? Like I, I kind of just wanted a fajita, and <laughs> you know, I was here to chill. Like Can I, I get my fajita, my margarita, please. Real talk. Um, we've been having a good conversation, actually. The, uh, I, 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 because you you mentioned World War Three. You want to talk about it? Yeah, I think we should start there. Start on a on a you know on a somewhat serious note. Um. 
Trump out here trumping, man. Like he uh did you see his uh his like his address in the media Mm-mm. yesterday? I saw his tweets. He was bugging. Yeah, he was no, the tweets was like straight out of the book of Shook Night. <laughs> <laughs> He's straight out of the crazy. book of Shook Knight, yo. But uh, in the in the you know him addressing, he basically said, you know, we love this is not a, a thing of the United States versus Iran. We love Iran and all the Iranian people. The problem is, y'all have dictators that are ruling your country, turn it into a war state, bullying the neighboring countries that you have, and we did this and as a measure to prevent war and not to cause one. However, if one pop, <laughs> if one pop off, we will drop the full weight of the United States military on Iran. And in response, Iran basically said, "Oh yeah, that nuclear uh, weapons agreement we signed in 2015, suck my dick. Like that joint don't apply no more." <laughs> I saw that they raised a white, a red flag over their holy yeah. dome, and I was like, I was getting into reading that. Yesterday. Basically, saying it's like declaring a war. Basically, state. like y'all wanted, we we got it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I was like, hmm, that's interesting. Uh, so apparently, there was five different funeral arrangements for the uh for the guy. Did you see his actual funeral like the 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 people that gathered for the shit? Yeah. It was like blocks, like yeah. miles of Yeah, but they said it was five different ones like that. And what's crazy is leave it to Twitter. I saw the video and somebody on the John who like was going mini viral was like, "Yeah, but that John wasn't as crazy as Nip John." And I'm <laughs> like, "You know what?" <laughs> it's just like, "What is this, yo?" So yeah, for those of you that don't know, what kicked all of this off is that Trump authorized a missile strike on the Iranian airport and killed the equivalent of our vice president. Right. The guy's name is Qasim Soleimani. And, um, you know, the, the Iranians are saying we're taking it as a declaration of war. Trump saying, yeah. What- if you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Ever pussy, act like you want this smoke, and um, we gonna drop the full weight of the military on your head top. Proceed, proceed with caution. It, it's, 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 and they just sent all of the soldiers from Fort Bragg over to Iran. This situation is weird because, do I think it's gonna end in a world war? No. No. There is a possibility. There is a possibility. You know, I've seen underdogs cover. You know what I'm saying? Right. This shit could happen. Titans beat the Patriots. Right. right. You know what I mean? I, I feel like watching, because you got to remember we're 35 now. So, we, we, you know, I see things through 35-year-old eyes. Right. Through nothing, I'm not 19. I'm not 14. You know, <clears throat> and I watched people who get on Twitter and get on Instagram and do the most fucking with people, the most shit talking, the most belligerent comments and shit. You just wild shit. Right. (laughs) Because they got family members in the military, their kids in the military, their sisters. Now it's like, oh, we not playing about this. Why can't y'all take nothing serious? And then literally one of my contracting homies who contracts overseas, he was like, man, it's going to be some paper and I ran. Like, you know, like (laughs) (laughs) motherfuckers is worried about what they worried about. And I I, I, I said to the other day and I'm like, I literally watch y'all make jokes about Bill Cosby and sexual harassment, the march on fucking Charlottesville and racism. Nothing is off. I literally saw school shootings, the whole shit. Dog. I saw a tweet when John F. Kennedy got shot. Right. 
John F. Kennedy got shot, got his head blown off. He slumped over to the side, and in the picture, he's, like, laying slumped like this. And Jacqueline Onassis, remember, she climbed on the yeah. back of the car and basically was trying to, like, put his head on. So in the picture, she's been over, and he's slumped. The pic, the caption on the picture was like, yo, real talk, John F.K. might have been gay, because how he sleep, Jackie got that big old ass in the air. And I'm <laughs> I'm just like, this, this is what Twitter was, though. It's like, it was no holds barred. Right. So y'all take this situation because you got family on. And I, I literally said it the other day because I, I made jokes about it, like the memes and all yeah. that shit. And somebody got in my DM was like, oh, this ain't a funny situation. And it, I like, I queued up, bitch, shut up. We joking. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, like, that's what we do. This is, Again, this is why y'all be fighting on Lancaster yeah. Ave and in front of the seafood spot because y'all take this shit way too serious. And yes, the... Motherfuckers is in the military. When you in the military, you know what you getting into. You sign for them sure, papers. Sure. Yeah, I'm, you know. Yes, I would like that Camaro. Yo, <laughs> listen. The greatest fucking tweet I saw the other day. So you know about that joke. Yes. Do people? Do you think people understand the joke with the Camaro and the Challenger shit? Me and Jules, we geek <laughs> off of it all the time because we get I it. I think it's the funniest shit ever. All right, so basically, there's like this looming joke, like throughout all of the world around the military, yeah. where motherfuckers sign up for the military, they get that first check, and they go and buy a V6 Camaro <laughs> or a V6 Challenger. Challenger. And it's like, that shit is just like, just a well known joke. Somebody the other day was like, it was the best one I saw. It was like, <laughs> Me, when I come back from uh, World War III and bust down that first check, and the video was a nigga in a Challenger burning rubber, hanging out the window, like, what you trying to do? (laughs) (laughs) I I screamed when I saw it. But that's like an ongoing joke for years, that, like, niggas get that first check and go buy a Camaro or a Challenger. It was a draw a couple months ago when it wasn't even none of this shit going on, and it was like a picture (laughs) of, like, a sad soldier, and it was like, when they only got Impalas left. (laughs) (laughs) When they they just ran out of Camaros. When I hit Gary Barbera after the war... Yesterday, but like the memes and shit are funny. They're funny. It's yeah. just nothing you could do about it. I literally saw people get so offended. Yeah, and it was just like, damn, things are really changing, yo. Cause like old Twitter, 2010 Twitter, still be going. They would have had a fucking field day with this, yo. Yo, did you see the future uh, memes? They did, oh yeah, 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 bro. Right? They posted this shit on the shade room. They did a slideshow. Was like ten of them. The last one was in Arabic. When I tell you, I <laughs> fell on the fucking floor. <laughs> you scroll through Don Jones. You get to the tenth one. It's all Arabic. I said, Yo, Yo what is wrong with y'all? Another man? great joint I seen was um. Me, when I get captured, but try to explain to the Iranians that I'm on their side, and it was Khaled, like, blah, 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 blah. it was Khaled trying to talk to I was like, what the fuck is wrong with people, man? I, I personally fell out <laughs> off it, but again, I'm not going. You right. know what I'm saying? So it's like, what Eminem say, I'm, I'm, I'm 28. They will take you for they take me. I literally saw people go into... Y'all don't know what it mean to get drafted. You can't go if you the only son. You can't go if you... And it's just like, fam, these people ain't joking. They joking. Right. They don't think they getting drafted. It's a joke. 
y'all y'all literally got that like to where I saw somebody like screenshot like USA.gov with like the requirements of what you need and I'm just like y'all yeah, taking this too far. Y'all taking this literal. <laughs> <laughs> like this ain't dead. And then uh did you see me tweet about it? Oh, talking about uh, we know compared how to, to being, being in the streets, being in the field. They went, they and Meek, like how I said about Carl mentions, they and Meek mentions going berserk. I read that joint like four times. Right, the first time I was like, look at it, I'm from here. <laughs> the second time I was a little further back. The third, I'm like, yeah, this joint looking funny in the light. Yo, this ain't it right here, champ. God damn. Yo, like I, I saw that John, I was like, all right, yeah, I don't know about all that, <laughs> but yeah, like the 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 memes in the IG post, it's. It's Instagram. It's Twitter. Y- y'all gotta stop taking this shit serious. Please. It's it's to joke. It's to like you know. It's a it's a break in the monotony of your day. Y'all go in there and get so easily offended. And the crazy part, like I said, I saw people getting offended. Who are the harassers? Who are the cyber bullies? Yeah, they because they cyber bullies. They think they can dictate when something funny and when it ain't. And that's the biggest problem that motherfuckers is having. Like they think that they in charge and y'all not. And fuck y'all. I'm but I, I don't think we end in war though. No, like I don't think that pops. Um, you know, definitely want to uh, uh, give a shout out to everybody who is definitely. going to be in Iran. You know, definitely be safe. One of my contractor homies was telling me about a crazy situation um, a few years back in Afghanistan, where like you know it was some shit going on. A couple bombs went off. You know what I mean? And that shit sounds scary. Like I ain't trying to be near a bomb going off. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, definitely be safe to all the people over there. Um, you think Trump's going to get reelected? I think Trump understands media manipulation better than anybody in the history. Of it's the insane States. to see the fact that Trump literally said Obama was going to do this to try to get reelected. And then he did this shit. It's crazy. It's wild. It's crazy. It's nuts. Like, and the whole thing is, like, a week ago, two weeks ago, everybody was talking about impeachment. Ain't nobody talking about impeachment right, no it's more. It's over. It's over. He still gotta go to he still gotta go to tri- the Congress trial right. or Senate trial for fucking impeachment. Nobody's talking about that shit now. Mm-hmm. Like they talking about this shit. It's like the the way that he move is just he crazy, yo. He crazy. Like he knows how to. Oh no, we ain't talking about that no more. We gonna talk about yeah, this shit. We on this. We on this shit. I want to change gears real quick because I have no clue about what's going on with Fifty and French Montana. So maybe you can break this whole fucking thing down. I, right. I literally I I didn't even know they were going at it, and uh, then I saw yesterday. French posted a video where he had like a Rolls Royce truck and a Bugatti. Yeah. And he was talking about the seats. And I was like, what the fuck is this? And he kept saying, he kept calling 50 a donkey. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck is 50 in now? So about five days ago, it's been going on for like five days now. These two old ass niggas going back and forth about this shit. But like five days ago, French Montana bought a Bugatti. Veyron, a used one, whatever case may be, like a 2010. It's still like a <laughs> million and a half, two million dollar car, no matter how mm-hmm. you slice it. 50 says, oh yeah, French, you wanna go you wanna jump out here posting that old ass car. Uh that shit got oh eight million miles on it and such 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 such. So they so that was the premise of where it started. So from, So why did fifty do this? Because he's fifty. Okay. He's bored. He, he, it, was, it was a week until power came back on. He don't have nothing better to do. The holidays is over. It's yeah. not New Year's no more. Let me fuck with French Montana. So that's basically he just jumped out there or whatever, started talking about the. So they go. So now they're going back and forth. So now fifties whole premise is you ain't balling. You got this old ass car. You owe Puff money. Blah blah blah. Typical fifty cent shit. But French is like pause hitting this nigga from every angle, like. 
What do you say? Oh, you uh, you you took your girl. You uh, Manhattan Motors is suing you for for coming there, making all them videos and bringing them cars back. Uh, the other the the repair shop is suing you for twenty one thousand because you stiffed them on a repair bill on that old Bentley that you bought for your last girl. I fucked your last girl. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. So he got a video of the, of the uh, industry thought Selena Powell saying, oh, I ate 50s ass when he was writing the script for Power. Uh, what else did he do? It's just like it's just been going on for like a week. Oh, and then last night, French posted the spoiler for the end of Power. Oh, wow. I'm looking at the video. I'm like, wait, this is from 12 hours. I'm like, 12 hours. I'm like, damn, this is before midnight. This motherfucker, like 6 p.m. yesterday. Oh, yeah, it's no point in watching Power tonight. This donkey's still not going to tell y'all who killed James, but here go the end of the episode for y'all that was wondering. And it shows Dre getting burnt up in the fucking jail cell. I still haven't even watched it. What? Literally, like, yo, it's crazy because so many people hit me. Today, you know, expecting a power recap, and and literally, it's I haven't had a. I, I literally went out. In fact, wait, look, like I added that to the rundown. Ain't no power recap, y'all. I sir. literally got y'all in my in my DM like, yo, um, can we get the power recap? And it's like Chad's here. It's like, what do y'all want? Do y'all want a podcast or do y'all want <laughs> both of them? You see, you're right. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> no, so it's like I can't do that because I'm here. I just haven't had a chance to sit down yeah. like all day and watch the shit. You know what I'm saying? I got up, was running around, went to the gym. And now we're here doing this. But I'm going to watch it tonight, and I'll do that. So stop DMing me, please. You know what I'm saying? Like, we'll do it like that. But literally, I had so many people today hit me like, yo, I can't wait to see you today. I'm just like, because it's. I think people don't realize it's not a good show. <laughs> it's so, bad. so I'm not pressed to what, you know what I'm saying? Like The whole episode is about Dre. I mean, it, it's called Still DRE, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, the I mean, whole episode is about fucking Dre. I mean, honestly, I kind of knew that they weren't going to be like, this who killed ghosts. No, Let's it's get like it. five more episodes yeah, left. Yeah, like this, that right? doesn't that doesn't make any fucking sense. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, they're like, they're dragging this shit. Yeah, I could believe it. Like if, I figured, I I literally uh, told somebody a couple weeks ago. I'm like, I think what they're gonna do is one episode is gonna be about Tasha. One episode is gonna be about the whole shit with the 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 sister with a uh, Paz or Roz, yeah, whatever yeah, fucking yeah. name is. Then one episode is gonna be about ghosts and Tommy and it, just one about Tariq. Yeah, you know, like it's just it's. Such a bad show. I like people literally were hitting me last night at like eleven forty five. Like, <laughs> yes, I can't wait for you. And I'm just like, what do you think about the live stream during this fucking show? Like, I'm getting in the bed. I don't give a fuck about the show. Ain't and, like expect you to be like, yeah, no, because right here, this no. lighting is bad. And, and and it's just like, yeah, like I, it's the 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 power recap thing has like exploded now. Yeah. To where it's like it's all people hitting me from, all, and I I really be like. It's not me joking. I think it's awful. <laughs> but it's like, I guess it's funny and entertaining to me doing the reading. But it, yeah. really, it's not like like how people were literally yesterday, like on Facebook, like, so who y'all think killed ghosts? And it was like 88 comments on people. <laughs> I'm not like, <laughs> I don't give a fuck about who killed ghosts. It's like, 
I'm I don't have that same vigor for the show because yeah. I know the I was literally today uh like just flipping through channels I saw Stars had powers on they were yeah. replaying the whole season and I watched the one where they took the Jimenez chick out of the court and I'm I'm like it was so much goofy <laughs> shit that I just missed in that <laughs> like and it's it just it's not a good show yeah, so I, I'm not, not like good. pressed like like uh who shot Jr on Dallas <laughs> like this this ain't that you know what I mean like it, it's really not so I you know well so far we know Dre did not kill Goose okay. Yeah, he did not kill Goose. And he got his dumb ass locked back up and got set on fire. But okay. We'll wait for the power, your power recap for the Yeah, I'll watch it tonight. The, um, I, I was joking, like, I think 50 and uh, Angela are going to pop back up eventually. <laughs> I definitely think Because Angela comes back, back on some fairy hoe shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's like, I know 50 is going to pop back up sooner or fucking later. The. Uh, I literally saw somebody the other day was talking about how 50 continue. I think it was black was talking about how 50 just keeps getting in these dumbass beefs. And like now it's just like it's obnoxious. And it's like, yeah, this is why you're 45 years old. This is why I literally told you. I Think about this rap beef. No one's rapping. It's not even about anything. It, literally. It's, it's literally like the premise of it is about nothing. So now 50 is like bringing other people into it. And he uh, posted the guy Pistol Pete. That be with Terror Squad or whatever street dude, him on this podcast talking about <laughs> I saw French. That he, I saw that he added the boy Pistol Pete. So I was like, I heard him talk and I was like, this guy seems like a street nigga. And I went to his page and he's selling shirts that say like, rats need to die. So yeah, like, kill all rats. Kill all rats. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. like, all right, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, he started to kill the KAR movement, yeah. kill all rats back in the, back in the 2000s. But yeah, he's a he's a serious figure or whatever. And he was just on the tip like he's like French is my little man. He was like you know he's he said the funny charm from the podcast from the video. He was like yeah he's like French called me. He was in Miami yo bro I'm drunk. Can y'all come get me? He oh, said yeah. I picked him, him up, up. Yeah, took yeah. him to the hotel, tucked him in. Yo you cool? He said he got all his fake jewelry on. <laughs> <laughs> I took him to the hotel, tucked him in. Like, oh. <laughs> You said uh, the bull we saw my yesterday. They got robbed in Miami for the jewels. Oh my yo, god, yo! My man's had five hundred thou worth of jewelry. They said um, it was five hundred thousand dollars worth of jewelry and cash. Um, it was three thousand dollars in cash, cash. <laughs> like four ninety seven <laughs> in fucking jewelry. This motherfucker had a Bubba Watson, Richard Mill, a, a, a Richard Mill, a Bubba Watson, and a Sky Dweller. Yes. Like, why'd you have three watches? The fucking idiot. You know, it's like a thing now. Like the like them rappers be wearing two watches. Oh yeah yeah yeah, that's the craziest shit ever. Dude dude met the transgender at the W and said, you know what, I need to take this party back right. to the condo. The transgender was like six four two sixty yeah. all muscle, built like LeBron James, yeah. and this nigga was trying to get kinky kinky <laughs> and ended up getting drugged and fucking robbed. Yeah, she drugged him. Yeah. And then when the police showed up at the at the uh, at the the lady's apartment. She was still, she wearing, was still the wearing the chain for the robbery. Right. Oh no, he gave me this. Yeah, and my real name is Stefan. So, <laughs> so yeah, there I should, goes that. I should just keep the ICS. <laughs> why? Why point this? Lock ball right the fuck yeah, up. Yeah, that, that's a crazy situation. Like that's grand larceny, and I know that shit is like fashionable. Certain places you go, Miami is the capital of that shit. Like. Chicks meeting niggas, drugging them, taking their jewelry and their money and shit like that. It's straight fashion with Miami. Miami, Atlanta, L.A. is like the worst for that shit. But if you get jammed up in that shit and it go left, like, you're going to jail for a long time. It's yeah. just grand larceny. Yeah, you're going to get, get a years. fed charge. Yeah. You're going to get eight to, like, 13 or some, some old shit like that. Stupid shit. My man was telling me how his homie <clears throat> uh, was 
went to Miami, fucking with the chick, whatever, whatever. He got on a borrowed Rolex. Working that nigga. never ends Working good. nigga. Got on a borrowed Rolex. He flashing, you know, everything with the hand and all that. <laughs> he end up pulling the chick. They go back to the telly, do whatever. Everything with the hand. He pass out. He wake up. His wallet gone. His money gone. The rollie gone. He called his man. The chick gone, of course. He called his man back home. Yo, bro, you ain't going to believe what happened. Blah, blah. He said, oh, I believe what happened, but what you going to do tomorrow? I watch. You you worried about that right now? I just got robbed. Yeah, for my shit, nigga. What are you talking about? Damn. Like, like I, I could never imagine. Like, yeah. literally. Borrowing the Rolex is crazy. Out of all the sketchy hoes I've ever been involved in, I've never just left my shit out in front of them. Yeah. That's, that's what they have a hotel safe for. Yeah, right. Utilize that motherfucker. Right. This shit is bolted into the fucking yeah. wall or the floor or whatever. Borrowing the rolly is crazy. It's crazy. That's crazy. Yo, bro, I'm about to go out OT. I need to borrow the rolly. <sighs> I need to uh, <laughs> <laughs> need to borrow the rolly. Like. Yeah. I, I can't I couldn't I couldn't see me ever like, yo, I need yo, um, <laughs> You still got the drone? I, still need, I, need, I, need, I need the, the drone. drone. <laughs> you still got the drone? Because I need the drone. Like, think about how, like, fucked up you got to be mentally. The thing is, nobody considers what could go wrong. Right. In that equation. Like, at the end of the day. I mean, day, people live their lives not considered. This is why people don't yeah, have life insurance. Like, it's like, yo, this is a luxury item. Even a bullshit rollie is four or $5,000. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, yo. So if you want a trip with four or $500 and you borrowing somebody's shit that's four or $5,000, say you don't get robbed. Say you just lose it. Like, whatever the case may be. You go snorkeling or fucking uh, whatever. Swimming, whatever. Jet skiing, whatever. You pop the band, watch go. How, what is your plan to right. replace this Borrowed item. Right. I don't have one. I'm gonna figure it out later. Like it's awful. And there's a lot of this shit. Now niggas front with they man rolly. Even more people fronting with the fake rollies. That that's another one I just never quite understand. Like I I never was like, give me a fake one. Yo man, they got they got they got replicas that like look better than the real Jones now. Like I mean I can just like like, like thousand dollar replicas, you know what I'm saying, of twenty thousand dollar watches. I watched like a video that. one day on YouTube. I think you might have sent it to me as a matter of fact. It was basically breaking down how it's like the hundred dollar replica, the five hundred dollar replica. Yeah, that was probably a while yeah, ago. And yeah. then it, and then it was like a thirteen hundred dollar replica. And it was like, yeah, that's crazy as shit. To buy a thirteen hundred dollar fake Rolex is insanity. Cause you can go buy like a nine hundred dollar citizen, <laughs> you know what I mean, yeah. and just have a nice watch. Yeah. But motherfuckers is institutionalized to the thinking of it gotta have a crown. Yeah, it's a status symbol. Right, they gotta have it. It's crazy as fuck, man. Gotta fucking have it, man. The uh, uh, oh yeah, in, in the net. I, I I don't need a rat beef ever again. <laughs> I, I I said it last week. This is exactly why. Never to fucking nonsense. Get. I want to talk about the NFL. Um, Sorry, ladies. Yeah. Well, actually, what's crazy is I, I got a lot of female like followers and friends that are really into football. They that's don't watch basketball. That's probably because they sports betting. Yeah. <laughs> degenerate. You know, degenerate, degenerate gambler degenerate culture. Heifers, yeah. What's, and that's crazy is I, I, a lot of women be like, oh, when you put a bet in, can you do it? And it be like, man, leave me the fuck alone. Like, Everybody I, thinks it's easy money and that it's no skill involved anything, in this shit. Literally. Yeah. That's really how it be. Yeah. Like, but nah, I, um, the NFL is is changing. Things are changing fast. Clearly changing. The old white 
big head quarterbacks are becoming extinct. Peyton Manning's retired. Drew Brees just got knocked out of the first round. And Drew Brees, like from all accounts, from what I heard, Drew Brees looked awful today. Like Hill kept him in the game, yeah. but Drew Brees did not look good today at all. Yeah, and uh, Tom, Tom, Brady, Tom Brady got knocked Tom out. Tom Brady and them lost. Philip Rivers is about to be done. Like Philip Rivers might be done. It's just crazy. I was reading the thing where it said uh, Philip Rivers might be out in San Diego, and Tom Brady could end up there. Like cr- crazy as shit. But the the it's literally like any given Sundays all over the goddamn right. NFL. And I was literally saying it the other day. I'm like, it's crazy because we're literally closing in on the best five quarterbacks in the game being black. Yes. Like Aaron Rodgers is still there. Holding on. He's holding on. <laughs> holding on. But legitimately, we got Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson, Baby Harris, Russell Williams. I mean, uh, R- Russell, Russell Wilson. Wilson. Um Patrick Mahomes, Mahomes and Dak Prescott. Like, we're closing in on the top five QBs being black. Yeah. And they're going to force Carson Wentz. What's the one from Buffalo? Hill. Um, um, Josh, Josh, Josh Hill. Allen. Josh, Josh Allen. Josh not Allen. Hill. Allen. <laughs> Josh Allen. You see they did it with Jared Goff. They did it with Case Keenum. They're literally going to try to force the, the LSU motherfucker that's coming. They're going to try their hardest to be like, oh, no, this is, this is, this is right. the guy. This is the guy. You see, they did it with Baker Mayfield. But they already said if Tua wasn't coming off a hip injury, right. he would be the consensus number one pick. Right. They, you see Baker Mayfield in fucking Cleveland. I was literally, they're still trying to tell us, no, no, Baker's no, no, next season. No, not like, fuck like, this season. Nigga, Odell is walking up to other teams <laughs> at the coin toss, like, yo, can y'all trade for me? All right, yeah, give us sales. Free me. <laughs> like, yeah, y'all trade for me. Yeah, we got heads. Like, real shit, get me the fuck out of here. And I think it's dope to see because for all of the bullshit that Donovan McNabb had to go through, all the bullshit. Mike Vick had to go through all the shit. Cam, Cam legitimately showed up and took the Panthers to a Super Bowl, and nobody gives a fuck. And they was like, "Man, fuck him." Cam, I don't think people really realize just how crazy Cam Newton's story is. Cam Newton legitimately got a scholarship to a Division One school. He went to Florida, lost his scholarship through the bullshit with the eighty grand with his pop. Yeah. Cam had to go to a JUCO for a year just to get another scholarship at with Auburn, Auburn and then won a national title and a fucking uh, Heisman. Yeah. Cam forever is this shit. Yeah. For then come to the NFL, fix the fucking Panthers franchise and take them to a Super with Bowl. Ron Rivera on the sideline and, and uh, uh, what's his name? The, the defensive player, Keekly. Like, that was it. That was all he had. And he took them to the fucking bowl. It's like Cam forever is the shit. Just what he went through at college. Yeah. Cam forever, my guy. And it's just watching the shit that those guys, Mike Vick. And Donovan McNabb got 30,000 career pass yards. Like, McNabb was all that. And every year, you look, I, that was, I was heavy sports talk radio around that time. Every year, it's like, get McNabb the fuck out of here. Dog. That's all you would hear. Literally, they legitimately was like, oh, Mike Vick can't read a defense. And it's like, Vick, like, I mean, I don't need to read them when I'm about to run past these motherfuckers. Like, Vic legit was out there busting off 50-yard runs like it wasn't shit. Like, the playmaker in Madden, like the modern-day playmaker, is because of Mike Vick. Yes. Like, he revolutionized the game. Yep. And they was like, yeah, we ain't fucking with this. We need white men who stand there and take the hit and get the ball out on a three-step drop. And it, it just it's crazy. And you look at it now where it's like straight up and down, Lamar Jackson was the best quarterback in football this year. Deshaun Watson, was the best player. Deshaun period. Watson was arguably the best quarterback in football this year. Russell yeah. Wilson for the last three years, and I give Russell Wilson a lot of shit because I ain't really the craziest Russ off the field fan. But on the field, he do it with no O line yeah. every year, every year. Patrick Mahomes done straight 
re re like just he changed the Chiefs. Yeah. Like the Chiefs are gonna be perennially at the fucking summit for for as long as he there with them. And Dak literally this year with for all the bullshit, Dak ended with forty nine hundred yards. And there were times this year where Dak looked like the MVP. Yep. It's like we're really closing in on the five five black QBs being the best quarterbacks in football. And it's crazy because all the shit they do with Baker Mayfield, all the shit they do with what's the one that's on Washington now? He was with the Vikings. Uh, Keenum, Case Keenan is on the Vikings. He's, okay, he, he's, he, the, what's the who's on the Redskins now? He used to be with the uh, Kirk Cousins. Kirk, Kirk Cousins, Cousins. Like, isn't he with the Vikings though? Right? Yeah, it's reverse. Yeah, reverse. reverse. Right, Case my, Keenum is with Washington. Kirk he's Cousins is Case Keenum was one that threw the shit to Diggs. Yeah. Right? I got him mixed up. But yeah, both of them. They did it with them. They did it with Jared Goff. They're like, they literally won't come off of Jared Goff being ass. It's like Jared Goff is a straight product of Sean McVay. It's crazy yeah. as fuck. And it's like, literally, I saw a thread the other day where it was like somebody hating on Lamar Jackson and was like, oh, get, get, give the defenses two seasons. They'll catch up. And Lamar Jackson, he won't, he won't, he, this is, this, he ain't gonna do you. see Patrick Mahomes already. He got his MVP and he done. And I'm just like, where do this energy be for Phillip Rivers, who legitimately has had 4,500 yards every year for the last 27 seasons <laughs> with no playoff experience? Like, where do this be? Where do this be for Eli, where it's like Eli will have one great game in the playoffs, then the team will have a great game collectively. They'll get to the Super Bowl and miraculously win it on some goofy shit, and then the next six seasons stink. Yeah. Six seasons later, he do it again. It's like, where do this energy be? It don't be like that for them. Miller, me and Carl were talking about it yesterday. Deshaun Watson, they were down 9, 16 to nothing. Deshaun Watson literally put the team on his yeah. back. I'm talking about <clears throat> running, passing, creating – you see that joint where he got hit twice? Yeah. He got smacked and turned that into a 60-yard, 50-yard game. They literally put the camera on J.J. Watt. It's just like, what the fuck did J.J. Watt do? He just standing there breathing heavy on the side. Like, what the fuck is this? So that, that shit bothers me a little bit with the NFL. Yeah. Like, the, the, the race shit plays like no other sport in fucking earth, the way it plays yeah, in the they, NFL. They cling to their life, and it's just like, yo, they realize, like, the game is about to be out of their grasp. Right. You all, because you remember, the edge rusher was always some big white goon. And then that's turned into... The Aaron Donalds and Javon the Curses. And he was the first one. Javon he was, Curse. He was the first one. Um, uh, yeah, Jadavian Clown. That's what I was about to say. Yeah, Aaron it's like, Donald. It's like, so now you had these freaks of nature, these black athletes that aren't fat ass white edge rushers. They real deal athletes. Mm-hmm. They can play tight end. They can play left. They can play whatever fucking position they want to, and they're dominating the game. And they've changed the way that. You have to scheme and plan and draft and all of that shit because they realize, like, oh, this is where the money is? Cool. We're going to do that shit. Duh. Like, oh, y'all paying these slow white motherfuckers $89 bajillion dollars a year? Duh, yeah. Cool. We're going to Motherfuckers don't do realize just how good these athletes move. The Eagles had a um a basketball team because, you know, football motherfuckers have basketball yeah, leagues. Yeah, yeah, You know who the Eagles point guard was for their team? Hollis Thomas. Like, <laughs> that big motherfucker was pushing yeah. point. Like, they really can move. Like, how you said last week about the shit with Aaron Donald. It's like the NFL is so different from what it was. And just looking at that quarterback situation yesterday, I'm just like, damn. Like, it's really like it, – think about this. Drew Brees got hurt this year. Teddy Bridgewater stepped in. They didn't lose a game. Right. Like – yeah, like, it's black quarterbacks everywhere that can just, even the black punter from the Oakland. Like, it's just motherfuckers all over that's literally like, yo, we're just going to do this. Right. And, you know, we ain't, going for, we ain't going for the fucking banana and the tailpipe bullshit where y'all try to, thug. I literally told Rod the other day, I'm like, 
I'm not a Ravens fan. I love Lamar Jackson. Love I absolutely they made that man sit there for the entire first round after he won a Heisman. That shit does not happen. Yeah. You win a Heisman trophy, you are the first pick in the draft. Yep. Maybe the second, maybe the third. They made my man sit there the entire first fucking yeah. round. And then was like you don't want to play receiver? <laughs> what the fuck are y'all talking about? I won the number one college award for playing quarterback, and you want me to come play another fucking position. Yeah, but you know all you guys play receiver. <laughs> Did you see that shit where it's this one writer that was like, yo, he needs to change the receiver, like really like adamant about it, and he voted him not first they was, team they all was pro? They tearing him apart on Twitter, yo. Like, how the fuck do you not? Who would you vote for over Lamar Jackson for first team all pro at quarterback this year? Lamar Jackson legitimately about to win the MVP. Yeah. Like, blatantly. Who who the fuck did you take? Don't tell me it was Aaron Rodgers, some goofy <laughs> shit like that. But it's like, yeah, that's the same bull who was on the tip. Like, yeah, he needs to be. He was like VM, fucking, what's the word? Vehemently. Vehemently. Yeah, he was really like, no, he he wrote an article. He wrote multiple articles about it. Like, all he was shit. dead ass like, oh, no, he needs to be a receiver. Yeah, they 14-2, number one seed in the whole fucking playoffs, favorite to win the Super Bowl, and you still, and, and, and then you, oh, no, he's not. The craziest shit ever. And that, that's the part that, like, bugs me out where it's like you got this change into the guard now, right? All these big head white men are just, they're, they're gone. These, I was literally telling about, like, the Dennis Quaid-ass quarterbacks. <laughs> they're the fuck Dennis out of it. Because that's what we want on any given Sunday. They <laughs> big-ass forehead. They, they're getting them the fuck out of here. And it's literally steaming demons everywhere. Yeah. And it's like... They weren't ready for Randall when Randall hit. At all. They weren't ready. That shit was just... Randall was a glitch in the Matrix. Dog. Scramble Randall. And then he came back and did it with the Vikings as a pocket quarterback. Right. And they still wasn't ready for Dog, fucking Randall. That shit was crazy. Like, and you, you see McNabb. You see Vic. You see these guys show up. They they flash in the pan. They get it cracking for a couple years. And shit, then, even Byron Leftwich had a good six season Dog, where he yeah, was Byron like... Byron Leftwich was the man. Shit. Uh, what's his name? They got killed. Uh... Taylor, what's his name? He got killed. Oh, Steve McNair. Steve McNair. Like, uh, Steve like, McNair, Dante Culpepper. Dog. Like, it just, yo, Dante Culpepper forever. You know him and Birdman used to bet 50000 on Madden, <laughs> and they would take the Saints, because Birdman was from New Orleans. They put it on auto. They would put it on simulate, simulate, <laughs> yeah. and play the shit for 50000 That just was bored with cash, dog. But yeah, like, they really, really shitted on these quarterbacks, and you got it now where it's like, Lamar, Mahomes, Russ, they're changing the game, and they're doing yeah. it at the highest level you could possibly. Like, Russ is a top three MVP candidate every season. With no O-line. None. They will not repair his offensive line. Did you see the day uh, uh, Beast Mode got the first touchdown? Mm -hmm. He rushed it in from like six yards he out. He got hit. He got he hit the contact. And uh, what's their coach name? Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll, he came running over and was like, they was like, the, the caption on the drone was like, nobody was hyper off of Marshawn's Lynch touchdown than Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll came over in the crowd, jumping up and down, and somebody captured it was like, I imagine Pete saying, I should have gave your black ass the ball. Dog, <laughs> 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 hey, no, I still will never be able to get over that. It's the worst play call in NFL history. Easily, it's not even close. It's the, it's look. I don't even want to talk about it. Yeah, but I'm definitely happy for Lamar. Um, I hope he gets his MVP. We'll have two black, two black QBs back to back for MVP is lit. Yeah. Um, 
You figure literally number one this year in yards was a black quarterback was Jameis Winston. Number two was Dak Prescott. Like it's just lit to see even Jameis Winston for as goofy as he get with the interception. Jameis like I'm gonna throw four interceptions, but I'm gonna throw five touchdowns. So we we gonna be in this motherfucker. (laughs) Four pick sixes and five touchdowns, bitch. We up by seven. So y'all don't trip. Y'all do the man. Yeah, don't trip. Like I'm gonna have us at the game. So it's just dope to see them dominating at the QB position all, all across. I saw you talk about before we go into what we want for um 2020 and then Lil Wayne shit. I saw you got this thing with Kobe on here. What, what's what's going on with Kobe? Yeah, in the all right. So I saw this video today that was basically like just talking about like you know the Kobe and James Harden comparisons or whatever like that. And because of the, why is that a because of the tear that James Harden is on scoring right now okay. and him and you know Kobe's the last guy to average 35 and all that shit. Okay, so. In the last, like, three months, I keep seeing it over and over and over again, this Kobe and James Harden comparison. And they sh- in the video that I watched today, there was, like, a clip from um, – uh, what's the uh, show with Chuck and, uh, and Ernie? You know, inside, inside, the, inside the NBA. Inside the NBA. And, and basically, like, Kenny Smith was like, it's no way in fucking hell James Harden's a better scorer than Kobe Bryant. Shaq's like – Absolutely correct, and Chuck and Chuck is like, man, I don't know, cause you know James Harden, and then, <laughs> and then there was a segment with uh, with Tim Legler on uh, on Sports Center, <laughs> and then there was a segment with with uh, with Tim Legler on Sports Center, and he was like, James Harden's the best scorer since Michael Jordan, and I'm like, where the fuck did the 20 years that Kobe Bryant played and dominated for about 14 of them? Where did that shit go? Did, did Kevin Durant not have four scoring titles? This is what I'm let saying. alone that. So it's it's just it's just like a weird thing where it's like because Harden has these like inflated ass numbers, he keeps getting uh not only compared to Kobe but compared to MJ. And because of recency bias and shit like that, people are like saying that he's a uh, better scorer than Kobe Bryant. I, and I'm like, yo, we, we were playing poker the other night. And the Sixers were playing the Rockets. The game was on behind me in the room we was playing, yeah. like a private game. And literally, I heard um, something, something, something. It was like James Harden might be the most prolific scorer since Wil- Wil- Wilton. He said his full name, Wilton, whatever his middle name is, Wilton Norman Chamberlain. I- and that shit like made me turn right. the fuck around. I was like, "What the fuck?" And because they they were saying the last person to do this was Will. He did it three times. Yeah. And it's like, I say this: Ra is a James Harden guy, and we go at it a lot about this. And jokingly, one day I was like, "Yo," because Ra was like, "James Harden's gonna score more than eighty-one in a game this year," and I was like. I can't wait for it to happen because when he does score 80 in a game, like when he does, he's going to hit 60. When he does have 82 points, I'm like, (laughs) he's going to go. What did I say? 11 for 40 from the field, (laughs) six for 24 from the three, 52 for 54 (laughs) from the foul line. And sure enough, that night he went, he was, I think he was like 11 for 38. Yeah. From three, he was like six for twenty-five, and from the free throw line, he was like twenty-seven for twenty-nine, like, and and he had like fifty-four. And I was like, "What's crazy is if he get twenty more foul shots, that's that's eighty. He's right there at the eighty. Yeah. And I'm like, it's gonna be the ugliest eighty you've ever seen. Yeah. And I I tell him, I hate James Harden aesthetically on the court. It's just the most awful yeah. shit to watch. Because if you watch those Rocket games late in the game, 
He's I, a non-factor. It, it literally, I watched one game where I forgot who they were playing, but the last four possessions, he had an offensive foul. Then he was trying to draw a foul and chucked up the most ridiculous shot you ever seen because his thing is trying to get the contact. Yeah. Then the next drive, he took a shot that he made because it was wide open. And then the next play with the game online, he had another offensive foul. And I'm just like, James Harden doesn't actually have a move. He no. can hit the step back three all day, yeah. but he doesn't like how LeBron has the drive to the hole and has the spin or the mid-range jump shot from the wing. Kobe, when Kobe game on the line, I got to get to the corner of the foul. Right. That's my shot. Jordan, the 12-footer from the side, or Kevin Durant, the 20-footer from the wing. Steph Curry and Clay have the corner three. Harden doesn't have a go-to shot. <laughs> His go-to play is a foul. And as prolific of a scorer, quote-unquote scorer, I want to put that scorer in quotes, what he's doing is not within the flow of the game. No. His business model is to get fouled. I literally watched him with the game on the line on three out of four possessions two offensive fouls, and then him trying to get the most ridiculous <laughs> foul. And it's just like, yo, he really doesn't have a – because his thing is, I'm going to get the contact. Yeah. And on those two offensives, it was like him drawing, trying to draw the contact yeah. wound up hitting somebody and getting called for it. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, Harden doesn't have a move. It's, and, it's, it, and it's just – it's not within the flow of the game. Like, he's not out like, – like, he's just out here killing people and he's hitting 50% of his threes like Steph did that and, one year and, and I, I all that shit. Like, I, that's I, not what's happening. I literally was telling Ron, like, dog – Harden legitimately shoots. He has games, multiple games this season where he shot more than 23s. Yes. So it's like, think about this. People be like, oh, Harden had 54 last night. And it'd be like, great. All right, now look, let's, let's look at this. Let's dig into the numbers. He shot 26 free throws, right? He shot 22 threes, and then he shot nine shots from the field. So if you shoot 26 free throws, that's 26 points. If you shoot 22 threes, that's 66 points. And then... Nine field goals. That's eighteen points. So you, you got, have hundred. So you got eighteen, right? <laughs> plus sixty-six. Right? We have what eighty-four, and then you got twenty-some free throws. Legitimately, he should have a hundred and six points yeah. if he hit everything. Yes. The man got fifty-four. Got 50. This isn't lit. Like legitimately, I watched Kobe on night score forty-two, where he had a chance to score yeah. forty-nine. Or LeBron, you take it to LeBron and Steph, the efficiency shit, you ain't even coming close to it. Right. LeBron legitimately will go out there and go 16 for 18 from the field. Legitimately right. will have 37 points yeah. where he could have had 39. Like, this shit yeah. is crazy. Harden legitimately will go out there and chuck up 23s. And niggas don't even dig. If he hits every three, the man going to have 70. Yes. On top of the 20 free throws, on top of the other eight, yeah. nine shots that he took from the field. It's like, this really isn't good basketball. This is horrible. And then, like, on the video I saw today, the guy basically broke down they, uh, they, they career scoring averages is identical. Kobe's 25, Harden's 24.9. He said, but take out Harden's first three, four years as a six-man because, you know, he's not the primary scorer right. or whatever. Take out Kobe's last four years. He was fucking injured every year. <laughs> he was in a wheelchair. He was in a yeah. wheelchair playing through every injury imaginable. So take that out. He said, now when you look at the actual numbers of like what they did, field goal percentage is identical to this point. 44% for Harden, 45% for Kobe. When you start getting into the scoring numbers, it's not even close. Kobe's got 122 40-point games. Harden's got 90. Kobe's got five 50-point games. Harden's got four. Kobe's got like four, five 60-point games. Harden's got one. And Kobe's got the 81-point game. 
But Kobe has the most 50-point games in a row out of anybody right. in history other than Wilt. He has the most 40-point games in a row out of anybody other than – he's tied with Mike second to Wilt. Right. And if Shaq didn't come back, he would have fucking right. broke Wilt's record because I think Wilt's record was 14 and he did 12. Right. So people also don't give Kobe enough credit in the fact that as much as Shaq – he played with Shaq, Shaq played with him too. And he had to change his right. game. Imagine Michael Jordan having to change his game for Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Right. You got to work, work around that shit. You know what I'm saying? And it's like nobody doesn't take into the fact that <laughs> Kobe could have averaged 35 a, a season every season if he wanted to. The best joke I saw with Kobe this week, did you see him and his daughter were sitting at the... the um, oh, he was... And that became like a little meme. Yeah. The best what I saw was it said Kobe dot dot. Yeah, you see right there where they passed? I'd have shot that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I fell out of for that one. And not to mention, Kobe Bryant is the number one all-time difficult shot maker. Nobody's made more bad shots than Kobe. He's taking a, he's taking yeah. a lot of bad ones, two, two, but he's made more than anybody. Two guards are normally at the helm of that because they're the ones that are coming off that wing, and it's always a weird angle. They own. So it's like Kobe, Jordan, yeah. Dwayne Wade. They're always up there in that shit. But yeah, Kobe definitely is the – some of the shots Kobe hit was just like – So to do fuck? all that and still average 45% field goal shooting from the fucking field, um, win fucking five rings – Possibly could have won a six or a seventh if he wasn't beat the fuck down all yeah. the way at the end of your career. Like we gotta, we gotta stop with jumping over Kobe because y'all don't like his and his personality and all of that I, shit. My my thing with with James Harden is like you know it's it, he scores points and Houston is lit and all that, but. I know got Ruggs, cheap bottles I know, of Moet. I know Ruggs weekend is coming. So it's just like. <laughs> you already know where he going to be coming. I literally said it the other night when they were playing the Sixers. I'm like, all of this just to, like, lose in the Western Conference Finals. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, I don't got them beating the Clippers. I don't got them beating the Lakers. Like, at times, I don't even think they can beat the Nuggets. It's like him and Westbrook, I, I don't know. Like, they just, they self-implode when it comes to a lot of those situations. They're quietly shopping Westbrook. You know, like, they were on a team with Kevin Durant and didn't win a final. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you do know we've been here before. We, we've seen this a story. A better version yeah, of this. We've seen this. You know a what better, mean? more efficient version of this. With a Serge Ibaka. Like, so I, I you know, I, you know. Have fun, I guess. So, yeah. So, you know, James Harden is putting up eye-popping numbers. Oh, yeah. And then the other thing, the last stat I'm going to give you. In, in Kobe's era, the average team was scoring 97 points a game. In this present era right now, 110.4 points a game. So you're talking about yeah, 10 additional possessions, possessions yeah. for James Harden to chuck up a bad shot and get fouled and go to the fucking free throw line. So, yes, of course he's averaging 38.3 points a game. But Kobe averaged fucking 35.4 and it, on a team with Smush Parker and Kwame fucking Brown and took him to the fucking playoffs. Stop talking this James Harden shit. To me. I'm just not a crazed Harden guy. Like, I'm just... Eh. I ain't with it. And I like Harden, but... Let's stop disrespecting uh, fucking Kobe, one of the five greatest players to ever play the game. What happened with Little Wayne this week? Oh, uh, Wayne uh, silently went to court and got back the full rights to Young Money Entertainment. Did he? Not, well, I didn't know he didn't. Have <sighs> he did. Well, there was. There, well, you know, before last year, uh, two thousand eight. Not last year, two thousand eighteen. Mm -hmm. Clairvoyant Chad's uh, prediction of the year was that Lil Wayne was going to get paid that year. Okay, he got paid. Right, and that proceeding was basically tied to. His personal deal with Birdman, as it related to his 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 deal, Universal K 
cash money, them not paying him all of that old shit or whatever. So he got paid an undisclosed sum of money. People were saying it was at least $20, $30 million or whatever. Okay. So he had to go back to court for the rights to young money because cash money was a 51% stake in the company. So now he's gotten back the full ownership rights to Young Money Entertainment, and now he's got a new deal with uh, re- straight with Universal Republic for distributing the label and then whatever the fuck he plans on doing going forward. Yeah, man. So it's been a long road because we've this shit goes all the way back to 2012, and it's 2019, 2019 slash 2020, top of 2020, and this shit is just now all the way. What is, what is Birdman doing now? Nothing. I haven't seen like he's been he's been super <laughs> duper low key he's doing shit. Like I ain't seen no weird videos. I nothing. just think it's a point with Birdman. Birdman is, is like that's for all of his bullshit that he does. He's a genius executive. Yeah. He's a genius level executive. He's a better music executive than Jay Z. He's a better. Arguably better music executive than Puffy. He's up there with like the Jimmy Iveens and the fucking Lucian Granges I mean, and all of that I, shit. I, like, I've, I've heard from like a lot of people that like the Cash Money original deal he did with Universal was like laminated and like given out as like a this is what you should aspire to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They have an 85-15 with a, a press and distribution deal with a major like, label. I still don't know how he pulled it off. <laughs> with, where the major label pays all of the marketing. Right. Like it's so P deal was 80-20 your way, but you got to pay all the marketing expenses, all the press and distribution, blah blah blah. Their shit is 85-15, so five points higher, and y'all pay for everything and then we just take it off of the top, but y'all pay us out of the what comes into the black, 85% of it. Like, that's nuts. Yeah. And the problem with Birdman is that not that he's not a smart guy, not that he's not a shrewd businessman, not that he don't know what the fuck he's doing. He didn't want to pay nobody. Yeah. Like he I just, tell he people, wanted to buy Lauder Jets. <laughs> yeah. It's like when I meet these like piece of shit people in life women men whatever i tell them like listen if you want to be a piece of shit and you want to skate through life cool you can't lie to everybody so it's the same thing with Birdman. like bro you can't not pay nobody like you have to pick somebody he didn't pay juvenile he didn't pay turk he didn't pay bg he didn't pay manny fresh he didn't pay wayne that was the first run he paid nobody then eventually universal stepped in because wayne was about to do a deal with fucking Rockefeller and said yo you're a fucking moron if you don't pay this kid we gonna pay him and retain him and then you just get cut out of the business so he was forced to pay Wayne the first time mm-hmm. then the fucking Carter 1 Carter 2 happens Carter 3 he becomes the biggest artist in the world now you give him a contract that basically is front load it's like an Eagles deal remember right. them deals that the Eagles used to give out right. to Deshaun Jackson and Shady McCoy you're never gonna see none of the back end right. of that deal we're gonna front load the shit so he got a four album 140 million dollar deal he goes 70 million today you ain't never getting that other 70 right. million though not from royalties not from nothing and that was the whole problem so it's like alright so now when you got Wayne do another million first week then you got Nicki popping, then you got Drake popping, and right. you got Tiger doing three million on Rack City. You can't pay everybody. Right. So you looking around like, fuck, who should we pay? One of y'all need to die. <laughs> right. <laughs> Today. Right. Today. Damn. No, because if one of y'all die, the money that'll come in from that, <laughs> then we can pay every guy. You know dead rappers get better yeah. promotion. Y'all heard Jadakus. So it's like he he's literally looking around like, fuck, who do we pay? You pay Nikki, you pay Nikki and Drake, and then these other niggas gotta get the fuck out of here. Right. No, never mind the fact that you brought us Nikki and Drake. You and Tiger not getting paid, bro. I'm sorry. Right. And to the point where like Drake's like, all right, yeah, if you're reading this, it's too late. I got to get the <laughs> fuck out of here. Y'all playing games. Like it's crazy. Like yeah. he just, he just, their business model was to pay nobody. 
Like James Harden's business model is to get fouled, draw a foul, kick my leg out, get tripped, fall on the ground, go shoot free throws. Their business model was fuck everybody. I'm not paying you shit. Sue me. I saw Clint the other day. Um, he he posted on Facebook. Why isn't Manny Fresh considered um, one of the top five producers of all time? I have no idea. I, I, he's and not. He's not close to that. He's not close. So who is? Who's your top five producers? To top five. I'm talking about just rap music. Kanye, Pharrell, Dr. Dre, Timberland, DJ Premier. They're all legitimately like. Not Premier's even, not over. Yeah, uh, Premier's over. Manny Fresh. Manny Fresh produced every song on 400 Degrees. Right. That's a classic. Right. Manny Fresh produced the bulk. Hold on. Of the Carter One. That's a classic. But Manny's legitimately like, and I love Manny, but it's like one dimensional when you really think about. What is it. Primo? What is Swiss? So it's like, I didn't even mention Swiss. So if you want to talk about one dimensional, but it's like. You, but I we, think Premier just is just better. I just think the shit he's done, Nas is like, just all of those songs. They're Nas just, is like is terrible. No. The, it's, I hate that no, song. No, don't do that. I hate that song. You might hate the song. The production with the flute. But it's the same shit every time. I love time. the way he chops Manny up. Manny Fresh with, flipped Star Wars theme for Bling Bling. I, I know. Manny Fresh has some of the biggest, most successful and I w- singles And I went and looked it up the other time. day. I was like going through different little articles, like top 10 producers, top 20 producers. And it's crazy because Manny's not on it. Like, he doesn't I, get mentioned. I saw the top 20 joint. Manny wasn't on. And I was like, all right, now y'all bugging. Like, it's I, egregious. I put him in the top 20. But like top five is extremely no. Top 10 is like... Like, cause you, even even when you talk about like the the five biggest, right? When you talk about Timberland, Pharrell, Swiss Beats, Kanye, Dr. Dre, you know them. But then when you talk about like the new niggas, like Metro Boomin, Mike, Metro can't fuck with Weezy. I'm just I'm just saying I'm just Come mentioning on, them. I'm yo. not saying that he's. I'm just throwing <laughs> them out there. We shouldn't even mention them with them. I'm just throwing like, them out there. When you talk about like, um, who else am I thinking about? Uh. Scott Storch. I guess a lot of motherfuckers that just came along. You have to give Manny credit simply for the fact that he was the only producer on Cash Money from 1990 to 2005. Like when I looked nobody, at nobody, nobody else produced shit until Jazzy Faye got there. Like when I looked at the uh, Manny, you're not on Apple Music. They all got like a behind the beats, yeah. John. And I looked at his John, and I'm like, yo, outside of like back that ass up, ha. Go DJ and um he had another joint that was kind of big. Uh Bling Bling. <laughs> bling Bling and the joint for Jeezy. And then what? I'm just like, man, he really don't got like crazy smashes. Because like, because he wasn't in demand as a producer, because everybody knew if you go work with Manny, if Birdman blocked the shit, your song's not coming out anyway. I mean So that's the politics of the game, but that doesn't take away from what he did just with Cash Money alone. Cash Money is an army. That fucking beat is one of the craziest beats I ever heard in my life. I love Manny. I I, I like Premier is not over Manny Fresh. I'm I'm sorry, y'all. I'm I'm not going. One of my favorite Premier is not over Swiss Beats neither. No, you have to have records in your discography. I was just throwing names out. But my thing is, when I look at the totality of everything. It's just like Premier can literally do anything with anyone. He can do a beat for anyone. Literally. He can. He did shit for Jay. Nah, it don't matter. It's like Premier. And I, and I just look at it like he did shit for the locks. He did shit for just about every big motherfucker at the time. So it's like I look at Manny and like Manny really doesn't have like. Uh, granted, it goes to what you was just saying. It's politics. But Manny doesn't have like. 
He don't got a song with this person and that person and that. Like, everybody know Timbo and Jay. Everybody know Timbo and, and, and this person. Swiss Beats and Jay. Swiss Beats and this person. Swiss Beats and that. Everybody yeah. know Pharrell and Jay. Pharrell and Snoop. Pharrell and... and Manny just he don't got that. So it's like when you talk about best ever, it's he like broke, it goes but he to, broke Wayne Juvenile BG and Turk. That gotta count for something. I mean, Swiss <laughs> helped break DMX. One artist. But D, Wayne that, is bigger than DMX. But that turned into Juvenile at the time was as big as DMX. Th- but Jay-Z, let's keep it a bean. Swiss working with Jay-Z during that Jigga My Nigga phase and all that, that's when Jay became like the guy. So it's like Swiss has all of those. Swiss has the big songs with Lil Wayne, the big songs with Jay, the big songs with this person, the big songs with the locks, the big songs with Eve, the big songs with it. But Manny. it's the same motherfuckers though. So how how are you? How you did, watch how, the battle though how, between uh, Swiss and and Ju- I didn't forget. Yo, Just Blaze, damn, Just Blaze is over Manny. It's, no, he's not. He yeah. don't have no hit records like that, bro. Just Blaze got freedom with Beyonce. That's one record. Just Blaze got Oh Boy with Cameron. Just Blaze That's got That's a P- regional record. Just Blaze got PSA with Jay. Manny has bling fucking I'm not bling, arguing that. Nigga. I'm not. Bling bling is in the dictionary. I know that. Why are we jumping over? You're telling me one zone. <laughs> I know this. Back that ass <laughs> up. It's 30 times platinum. I, I agree with you. <laughs> what do we talk? We, like, if we want to talk, no, like, if we want to say just working with the same eight niggas, Manny did it with the same eight niggas too. Just Blaze got Lord Knows with Drake and Ross. That record didn't perform, though. The record, the beat is phenomenal. I get that. So is fucking Bling Bling. So is the, Cash Money the, as the, an army. The beat for Bling Bling ain't that crazy. So is you. That. I ain't no pussy-ass nigga, Giannis. That beat is phenomenal. You understand what's lit? Like, he got... Nobody touched nothing that Cash Money did so other lo- than Manny I'm, I'm for looking, 15 years. I'm looking though. at a joint they did. unprecedented. Top 20 rap producers of all time. They got Kanye West, Just Blaze, Dr. Dre, Timberland, Large Professor, The Neptunes. Sw- Large Professor? I mean, I, don't, I, I wouldn't put Large fuck, Professor up yo? there. Who made this list? Swiss Beats, RZA, DJ Premier, No ID, Knife Wonder, The Bomb Squad, Manny Fresh, Eric Sermon, Jay Dilla and Q-Tip. So, the Bomb Squad ain't had a hit since 90. <laughs> I, I wouldn't put the Bomb Squad. Jay Dilla, rest in peace, Jay Dilla got made. Jay Dilla ain't been alive for 12 years or some shit well, like that. Well, neither is Manny as far as production goes. Jay Dilla did not <laughs> fucking produce Bling Bling, yo. I wish y'all could see this nigga face. Like, this is like, this. it's the South fucking, it's the East Coast bias. As soon as so. a nigga produce some shit, that's how I talked about last week. As soon as a nigga produce some shit, that go boom, bat, boom, 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 bat. Now y'all want to talk about they top fucking five and top ten. I, They're I, not, yo. Honor, honorable mentions on this list was DJ Quick and The Alchemist. DJ Quick is not a better fucking producer than fucking Manny. That's why I said, it said honorable. <laughs> they, they weren't in the top 20. That's why I said honorable mentions. That list is wild. It's kind of crazy. Who made the list? I don't know. But I on, hate it. It's on Genius. I saw that. And then I saw another one on uh, Complex. The eight best rapper, the eight best rap producers ever. It's DJ Premier, Dr. Dre, Jay Dilla. So Premier is over Dre on this Just list. Just Blaze. I don't know if it's in order. <laughs> Just Blaze, Kanye, Pharrell, and RZA. RZA hasn't made any music that anybody gives a fuck about since 95. I mean, do that, but it, but the music he made is not he respected. Made, he was hot for four years. I mean. what Does, does longevity no longer man count? He was hot for four years. 99 to, when was the Carter 1? The Carter 04? 1 was 04. So 99 to 04? 
Because that was like the last joint. And honestly, my favorite Manny beat is Move Around by BG, and that was 06. You ever heard that song? Yeah. I've but, heard, but, I've but, heard but, every song that came but out. But that was Manny. But, 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 like, that was how he made beats. So it's like, yeah, like, I don't think Manny has a beat as good as what Just Blaze did for Freedom. Or what Just Blaze did for, what's the other joint we always forget about with Just Blaze? The, the, the Dipset joint. Remember the beat changed at the end of the Dipset anthem? What was that? I really mean it. Like, Just Blaze got that. I really mean it was fucking crazy. So it's like Just Blaze phenomenal pr- 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 Phenomenal producer. Phenomenal Like low key Remember when they did the battle Just Blaze and Swiss I thought Just was actually Holding his own Swiss just got to where He kind of Yeah he just blew him out the water dropping that shit on him the end. But it's like Yeah I saw that the other day And it, it, I saw the debate And the mentions or whatever And I was just like Yeah how about it Manny definitely isn't like Up there Oh Manny produced Produced in my life For Juvenile We gotta stop the bullshit It's your boy Juvie From Holly Grove From, my, from Magnolia Still Eight looking. out of ten people Listening to this show Don't know that song And I know it Cause That's I love That's a platinum Juvie. single There's a lot of platinum <laughs> singles People don't know he produced Bring It Back for Lil Wayne. I bring it back to he the bottom of He did most of the Carter one. I, and, and then what for Jeezy? What did it do for uh, Lil Flip? Uh, move Around, BG and Manny Fresh. Be, move Around was, I tell you, I mean, the, the best, you want to listen to great Manny Fresh production? Cut on Move Around by BG. That fucking beat was awesome. But I just don't got Manny that high on that list. I just know that Manny I has. Can get, I, could, my, I could probably get Manny in the top 10 if I'm filling on some shit that day. Top five is just, it's not a question. Top five is a push. It's not he, a question. He's in the top 10. And if I he's could n- get him in the top 10. If he's 10. not in the top 10, niggas is bugging because in order, like, the part of the criteria for me. I could, as, if, as I, if I had to work it right now, like, just off thinking, like, straight out. Because I'm not even, like, even looking at that top 20 list, it's like, damn, I forgot about No ID. Because No ID got beats I absolutely love. So it's like. I think that's what it is too. Manny got songs I I really love and I like, but Manny don't really got a beat outside of move around beat. And I really like bring it back. I forgot about that. But like crazy the record. go DJ beat, I wasn't in love with that beat. That's another huge. It's a huge though. song. I think Wayne made the song better. What Wayne and Gilly made the song better than what it yeah, was. Don't do that. Let's not. Let's not. Hey, do we, we got to. Tony Dutch. We got from to. Major Figures told my man Esco. On Fifty Six and Woodland, Gilly never wrote nothing for Lil Wayne. I don't. I don't necessarily think he wrote it, but he influenced them. We got to. Jay Z is the goat, and he got influenced from everybody. Like we, <laughs> well, we we give Jay Finesse the year yeah. over here, so it's like we got to be honest with it. Wayne had a line in that song that was like, uh, "What the fuck was it?" Um. She keep asking how I shoot, shoot if it's plastic. plastic. I tell her, you see if the ball run up. I'm like, <laughs> it was just mad. She, like, even that, I posted the other day, you was cracking up with the license plate. Things you endure when fucking with the ball. Yeah. Like, it's just a lot of oh, heavy. Oh, no, that was in, blatant. It's a lot of heavy influence from Gilly. So, you but know. my thing is, if you influence me and I make a hit record, and you don't have no hit records. I agree. <laughs> like I used to argue with Wayne yeah, all the like, time. What the fuck was you doing when I, I was making all these hit records? I used to argue it. I mean, I it's one of those things where like the star is the star. You know what I'm saying? The performers get remembered. Right. You know what I mean? It just is what it is. But like when I really think about it, top five is a no because Dre, Kanye, Pharrell, Timbo, and Swish, you just got them. They're just they're, it's just too much from all of them. But then when I look at like 
now again, I'm being biased because I really like Primo. Like, and looking at this list, you see that top twenty list. Premier was on there. You see that top. The complex did the top eight. They had Premier and that. So it's not like a wild thought. I just think it's. It's, it's not like I'm it, like yeah, it's, you it's, know, stand from no, down the street. No, it's not wild. But the thing is this, right? It's a lot of nostalgia attached to certain projects that people get more credit for than they deserve. And if you do not have a hip-hop classic where you produce the bulk of the material on it, you should not be considered a top 10 producer. So with that being said, Manny has the Carter one. He has Juvenile's fucking 400 Degrees, which is a fucking classic album. He contributed to uh, T.I. versus T.I.P. He contributed to uh, Jeezy's, um, he had the first single off of Thug Motivation 101. These are these are culture-moving albums I, that I, matter. Now, they're all with Southern artists. Had he did a couple songs with Jay-Z or a song with DMX or whatever, maybe the outlook would be different. But I love Southern hip-hop above anything. So I don't give a fuck about people's East Coast bias because I've been new that niggas from the South were as good or better than everybody from the East Coast. It just took everybody else 15 years to catch up and to understand that. So maybe that has something to do with it. I get that people love Primo. I mean, it's the same shit to me. It's just a different format. Like, just look at this. Primo did Devil's Pie by D'Angelo, right? Okay. Then he did So Ghetto by Jay-Z, Volume 3. He did Nas is Like for Nas is I Am. He did Kicking the Door for Biggie. It's like those are just so different all the way around the board. And it's just like that's what I mean when I look at, like, Primo as opposed to, like, a Manny Fresh. Because Primo on the flip side could turn around and do – he did Kiss the Game Goodbye. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like – it's just crazy when you really look at, like, all the shit Primo did. None of y'all better. He did Second Childhood off of Stillmatic. It's just crazy. Like, when you really, really think about this shit, it's like, God damn, like, Primo did a lot of different shit. But they all deep album cuts. Mm. There's nothing commercially successful on but that do list. That, but, but you look at, like, people, they got Jay Dilla high up on that list. And Jay Dilla's one of them boys were like, he didn't have no commercial yeah, they, success. Uh, but that's what I'm saying. It got to be a balance. I, 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 but that's the reason I wouldn't put Jay Dilla on the top five. Jay Dilla's joke. not top nothing producer list. I know y'all love Jay Dilla out there, backpack Twitter and fucking yeah, all I that shit. I can't put Jay Dilla up there because I, I I can't. don't even know 10 of Jay Dilla's songs, Joe. I literally was about to say um, <laughs> the only great I ain't made better was Jay Dilla. But I'm like, that's not a Jay Dilla <laughs> yeah, song. That's huh? just pushing rap. I was like, that's not a Jay Dilla song. So it's like, yeah, I, I can't really, you know, say that. But like... You know, it, it, it. Manny deserves consideration for top ten, yo. I I agree. I could probably squeeze Manny in the top ten. The top five is what it is. It, I mean, and I, and I'm almost willing to take Dre off the list because Dre did it in every era. So you, it's almost not even fair to con- compare somebody that did NWA. I he did Invincible, man. Dang. NWA, Death Row, fucking Eminem, G Unit, The Game. Like it's uh, Dre shit is unfair. He did Recognized by the Locks. That's a good record. That's a great record. Damn, he did The Evils by Jay-Z. Forgot all about that. Deep album cuts. I mean, it's a classic, though. <laughs> a classic amongst 500,000 niggas. Oh, yeah, he did the intro, too. To uh, The one in a million questions, John. Mm. A million. He did that joint. That, kicking the door, those are God-tier beats. The rest of that shit... Is like, yo, man. Oh yeah, he did unbelievable. Already to die. That's a that's another one. 
New York State of Mind, Nas, he did that. Okay. Like, Mass Appeal. I forgot about Mass Appeal. Dog, Primo had fucking crazy beats. Like, I just always liked that sound with the where he would chop up shit they said before and make it the hook and all that. I just thought that was super fucking creative. So I always was a fan of Primo. Jay Dilla, I, I, ain't, I ain't bugging for I don't get it. But like, <laughs> I don't get the Jay Dilla shit. I never have. But, like, Primo, and I, I always liked Just Blaze. Um, no ID got a lot of Jones that I really, really like. We talked we talked last week. My favorite Rick Ross Jones is Tears of Joy. No ID did that. You know what I'm saying? Kanye said No ID was his mentor. So it's like, you know what I mean? Like No ID is all that. Yeah, it's 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 an argument that could go on for One days. more point for Manny. He never sampled. Great. Never sampled. Sometimes though, you gotta sample. Sometimes, but like sometimes you, you use sampling as oh, a crutch too. I got one that I know is gonna piss you off. That's better than Manny, Lil John. Fuck no, yeah. Lil John was hot for one year, yo. Three years, and he got one of the biggest hits in life. Lovers and friends, yeah, or yeah, yeah, yeah is a terrible song. Yeah, it did twenty. You talk about thirty million copies. Okay, but yeah, it did thirty what, million. Is, is yeah better than fucking uh, back that ass up? Yeah, as niggas, as niggas is not dropping yeah in 2020. No, you can't. Everybody you can't. It's terrible. I mean, what the fuck? It's dated as fuck. <laughs> Why would you want to hear that? <laughs> but Little John did do um, Freak a Leak, and that's research. That is research with the. Uh, I give the, you that. What's the uh, uh, chick? Uh, Short, sweetie. sweetie, sweetie. Yeah. So it's like you know he had that. He had what's the jump for uh, Young Buck? That was the shit. Shorty want to ride. Shorty want to ride. He that did was a that. Hot record. He did. Um, I said, oh, turn down for what? That shit was huge. That, and was, that was a, huge a record. club record. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah. John got about five joints. I was going to say closer to 10. Got about seven joints. He did damn. But that's. That Young was, Blood. That was a regional record. Huge record. It wasn't huge. It was huge. It was not huge. It was I was in Atlanta at the time. I was living there. He was going to cart, right? Yeah. yeah. It didn't move past like DC. Well, it was I, regional. I heard it. <laughs> I heard it. It was regional. There. What else did John have? John had another Super Smash. Um, Lovers and Friends is his biggest oh yeah, song to uh, me. Kulo with uh, Pitbull. That was huge. That was hot. I didn't really care for it, but it was huge. It was huge. Um, that broke Pitbull. Yeah. Hell yeah. He had, um, again, an album cut, Stand Up with T.I. That was huge. It's a hot record. On the, on the, on the album cut side. Um, he had another big John, though, I'm thinking about. Shorty went around. Oh, the John with E-40. Um... Tell me when to go. Tell me when to go. Tell me when to go. He did that, and he did uh, that. That was, was that was my ringtone. That was Oakland point. nigga. Uh, Drake just took the line. Oh, uh, I rapping go on and on. Uh, can't understand how I last so long. Uh, what? Too short. Too short. What the fuck was Blow the whistle. Blow the whistle. He did that, John. John had a couple. John big had ass. some hits. Hey, like I, I'm telling Manny, I might could get him in the ten. I just think the fact of. Producing all of those albums front to back, never sampling, you gotta get some sort of credit for, and having hit records in your discography, and you did it with your day ones that you came in the game with. But my thing is like because you look at Primo List, it's Jay, it's it's, it's the Locks, it's, it's the New York niggas, it's Capone, the New York Noriega, niggas. Locks, all of them. Yeah, it's yeah. ten different niggas. Manny's working with but the that same was rap, niggas. Though. That was rap. That was rap. Rap was rap. Like, was you, like that's like getting mad at Dre for only producing for Snoop. You know, but he didn't only produce for Snoop up until Firm, <laughs> and then that was he didn't like, only mm. he produced for Nas. He produced for the for, Firm. Yeah, yeah, like Dre did it in every era. To me, Dre can't even be mentioned with none of these other niggas. If you ask me, because he did it in every era. Let me shut up then. 
You think some you think somebody means more to hip hop than Dre as a I, producer? I ain't, I ain't gonna say means more. But you think they've done more than Dre? No. Dre got like fifteen classic albums. I, I said I we <laughs> talked about here the, the top ten selling rap albums of all time. Dre executively produced six of them. I, I give you that. Kanye is is he's up there. I ain't saying he better. Dre another one never sampled. I ain't saying he up there, but Dre took the funk shit and like really, really expounded on it. But he brought that to the game though. No, but like the P funk and all, like all of the, the that that uh. But they replayed all of like that the, shit. Um, what's the boy from um Zap and Roger? Uh, Troutman. Troutman. Like that that shit with that fucking the vocoder. Thing, the, like he he used a lot of it and yeah. and you know. But. That was regional music. It was. That was specific to California. Like, I don't music. even know if people peep. Like, Roger Troutman was in a helicopter on the fucking it's California Love, love video. video. Exactly. <laughs> like, like that was regional music. That was the music that the motherfuckers was listening to growing up. And Drake took it and flipped it. And they they replayed What's everything. Crazy they didn't is, yo, sample. Like, one of my favorite beats ever is uh, Nothing But A G Thing. I always say that might be the greatest song in hip-hop. Yes. The beat is so simple. And it's just incredible because you know how like some I was watching uh, Pharrell was talking one time about production and he was talking about how a lot of new producers come in and they like overproduce right like do too much to a beat and it's crazy because did you watch Straight Outta Compton yes a hundred thousand times remember when they had um, remember Snoop had, Dre had met Snoop remember they had Snoop you, did you peep Snoop was the boy from uh, Get Out. Yeah, yeah, the boy yeah. who actually screamed yeah, yeah, "Get yeah, out!" Yeah, that yeah, was Snoop yeah, yeah. and Straight Outta Compton. When he that was wo- a bad casting. Yeah, when he but he he carried it a little bit. He had <laughs> he had the mannerisms down. Yeah. But when he came in the crib, remember Dre was like working on nothing but a G thing. He was like, "Yo, what's that?" Like, damn. And it's like you really realize just. It's really the most simplest beat ever. But it's so melodic, you have to fuck with it. And like that's what Pharrell was talking about. Where like a lot of new producers come in, it's like I'm a oh I'm a hit them with this many xylophones and this many dr- <laughs> and it's xylophones. shit that don't have to have it. You know what I mean? So it's like I look at like Dre just was in the right pocket and he just did everything perfect. So I look at like Dre in production, he's a perfect producer. Like his beat is just right. Yes. The California Love beat is just. Even when you really think about that California love, it's just perfect. Yeah, he just was a perfect dude. But I look at like like how you talk about not sampling. That's cool. What if you're great at sampling? What if when you really sit back and look at the fact that Kanye was sampling shit like The Doors or Kid Charlemagne from Steely Dan, you know, that's what he turned into yeah. champion, or he, Sing Sang Swong, shit that motherfuckers, you don't even know what yeah. that is. He turned that into uh, the Joe Mo's death. Um, we go through too much bullshit. Right. Just, he like just the samples that he was pulling. Oh, Kanye's was, amazing. At even when you really look at Just Blaze, like the joint for Lord knows, that's like a gospel record. Yeah. Like he just just like what if you're just that good? Kanye's God level at sampling. Rob was telling me because he would go to uh, shout out uh, Quest Love getting us on the roof again. He would go to Quest Love crib and like the records. That he like rooms yeah. of like just some people are just that good at it. Yeah. Like so it's like, yeah, like I don't necessarily look at sampling as a bad thing. Like I like you look at Swiss. Swiss will create a beat just on a the beat machine. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then you got Dre that could take a little ass piano and a fucking accordion and turn <laughs> that into a fucking hip hop classic. Yeah. But it's like you look at the sample and shit, and I be like, 
I know some people frown upon it, not necessarily saying you. I've seen no. hip hop like nostalgia, they'll like frown on a yeah. sample and shit. And at one point, we did get to where it was like, all right, like we, so, we over sampling. Swiss was sampling <laughs> shit from last year. <laughs> like, when, like when you think about like uh, uh dun, 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 bring them out. Yeah, that, that's a that's a song from like the year <laughs> before. And then he did Cassidy John. I'm a hustler. Yeah. Like that was the year before. And I knew it got really ridiculous when he sampled um the John he did for the nigga from Miami. Black ass nigga from oh, Miami. Smitty. Smitty. Dollars on my neck. Yeah, like, it was just neck. like, all right, we just sampling anything at yeah. this point. Everything's open for interpretation. You know what? Uh, it was funny the other day. I was trying to listen because, I, again, I love BG Move Around. It's not on Apple Music. Like, I don't know why. There's a whole, we talked about this before. There's a whole era of hip hop from like. 97 I, And I was gonna say like 02 to like 05 That shit is just sketchy It does It's no It's not even on the internet Like, like you could find Rock the mic And nothing else <laughs> From the state property situation <laughs> This shit is crazy Like it just You I found state property too The Chain Gang album It's literally like four songs Everything is like light gray Yeah <laughs> It's just like Why is nothing on there Cause they didn't clear The fucking samples For the streaming I'ma say this And I know y'all gonna get mad People listening down south I don't even care But I, I was looking for Move Around and it's not on Apple Music. And I, I like went on my Google John. I typed in BG Move Around, and I saw it come up on uh, what's the shit that's black and orange? Um, Joe Buttons and them used to put their podcast on there all the time. Like uh, SoundCloud. SoundCloud. I, I saw it on SoundCloud, so I was like, oh, there, go right there, boom. And I clicked it, and it was chopped and screwed. And I was <laughs> like, yo, chopped and screwed was the worst time period in hip hop. I know you Texas niggas love that shit, whatever, whatever. But any music that you have to get drugged to understand is a bad, is a bad move. <laughs> I was listening. And, like, you've heard Move Around. Yeah. If you's a gangster homie, bop your head, let him hang. If you, like, and I'm listening to, if you's a gangster homie, bop your head. <laughs> and I'm just like, yo, this shit was awful. Yo, they got some new shit in, in, uh, in Florida, in, like, Broward County and, like, Central Florida and shit like that, where it's, like, JIT music, where they speed the shit up. To where it sounds like Alvin and the Chipmunks. Oh, Lord. Because they pop like E pills and Molly and shit like that. So they speed it up because that's like, I guess your brain function moves faster when you on that shit. Yo. And it's the worst shit ever. <laughs> Florida <laughs> is crazy. You know what I peeped the other day? Because I was in the gym and my shit was on shuffle. Uh, Nan nigga came on. You remember that truck there? Yeah, Nan nigga came on. And I never paid attention to it, but the opening to Nan nigga is Trina. Talking shit yeah. like she in the tricks smelling like bunk and tricks smelling like bunk and Hennessy. And I was like, Trick really been on that bunk shit since the eighties. Trick smelling like, like bunk and Hennessy. In he Florida, not in Florida, shit. you really like think about how in Philly, if like think about you chilling with Love or with Lil or or with Dre or with Carl, and they just pull out weed and start putting coke uh, in the weed. Yeah, coke blunt. You like. What the fuck are you doing on this bunk, nigga? <laughs> you ain't on this bunk shit. It's like, what? I don't want to get on this bunk shit. But I peeped. I was like, damn, Trick really been on bunk for 30 years. You saw? It's sad. Did you see nigga set his, uh, his dunk on fire last week? What? Yeah. He's- Yo, why is Trick Daddy still having street problems <laughs> in 2020? In the streets. Nigga out there. The nigga stopped at a... Uh, at like a food spot in uh, Dade County, and nigga set his car and he on fire. went in to get food, and he came out. His dunk was on fire. He he filmed. He's like, look at this shit, man, hating ass nigga. <laughs> Set the goddamn dunk on fire. <laughs> 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 Trick talk. 
He's like, I can't, I can't get over this shit, man. Niggas just hating for no goddamn reason. I'm like, yo, that's crazy as shit. Cause Trick like 55 and still got still got dealing with these nonsense. Stupid shit going on, but they said it's dunk on fire one day, just on some random shit. So I'm starting a campaign to get Manny into the top ten. The top three is immovable. The top three is Dre, Kanye, and then Pharrell. So I said what I said about Kanye fucking uh about Kanye sampling, but he's he's god level at this shit. But he's still the second best producer of all time. Unpopular pick, I got Pharrell at four. Who you got three? Timberland. Timberland? I know that's unpopular. It ain't that unpopular. I just like Pharrell made a lore. <laughs> like like Pharrell, there's just certain records that just like resonate. And it's just like for a guy that was doing this other shit that made milkshake Listen. and all this other shit, and he made a lore. That just that record just touched me, pause in a different type of fashion. Timberland for me. He did Jigga. Jigga what? Jigga who? And, and, and I, I remember the first time I heard I heard I forgot that. he produced and that. And it, it was just like, damn, this beat smooth as fuck. Yeah. Like it's rough and it's rigid and it's a beat you can really get yeah. on. And I got a vendetta, even though I've been better, left him in the cold with a thin sweater. You can really get your shit off, yeah. but it's just so smooth and just so like just it's not overpowering or nothing yeah. then to turn around and have is that shit chick where like it just he know how to work that fucking bass shit yeah, unlike the nigga did pony and I ain't, <laughs> I ain't advocating for pony <laughs> but, but but the nigga did the, the nigga did pony yeah. and then Again, like it's funny as shit because I saw the motherfucker who did the dance that had me falling the fuck out. You ever seen the the, the B two K movie? Um, Too many times the name. Uh, you got served. You got served. That fucking that drop with him, Magoo, and Fat Man Scoop. Fat Man Scoop. <laughs> uh, get your freak on the club. Be going. We ain't put the album out. Niggas got their legal. He did that beat, and it's just yeah. Timberland's range is just so fucking insane because he can produce for Missy. He can produce for Jay Z. He can produce for Drake. He can like he could just do yeah. every type of music like Pharrell can. And really, it just comes down to when you when you chart and them dudes because I think everybody's gonna have. Dr. Dre, Kanye. I don't think those two yeah. are really going to move. Those are the two top you, Depending on where you at, you know, you might have the Alchemist or Jay Dilla or, you know, Rick Rubin if you old and shit. Like, it just, you you going to have those. Rick Rubin did 99 Problems, so we ain't going to shit on Rick Rubin. But Rick Rubin ruined the uh, Slaughterhouse album. Yeah, too, he did though. ruin that. Damn, <laughs> <laughs> flip side. Flip side. He, he did. He, Rick Rubin did 99 <laughs> Problems and then ruined the Slaughterhouse album, so yeah. But I think... Dre and Kanye are just they're there, and then it turns into when it when you talk about Swiss Pharrell and Tim, what do you like? His preference, like, cause I got one of my old heads that like Rough Riders anthem. He still to this day be like, that's one of the greatest fun, right. and it's literally dun da dun 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 dun. dun that's like four it. notes, that's all it is. But it literally turns into preference, and I yeah. literally just sometimes when I like even when Timberland did his first album, the. Uh, Shock value. And he had to join with, with Carrie Hilson. Then he had to join with uh uh Too Late to Apologize, One Republic. It just was like shit where it's just then turn around and have the doom 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 the join with Drake. Uh say something. It it just it, yeah. it Timberland range and who he can work with to me was just always insane. And that bass. Remember yeah. he did the join with uh Nelly Furtado. Oh, crazy. Uh 
promiscuous girl. Yeah. It just he he has a range when it come to that bass knock, yeah. and it's just like it's crazy as fuck. And then yeah. to turn around and really do ride a die chick for the locks. <laughs> like what the no, fuck? Timbaland, amazing producer. I I, I didn't like that Timbaland kind of like turned his back on hip hop for a little period. Remember that shit when he made that announcement? I ain't doing no Every, more rap. Because everybody gets like super shit. rich and lose like, their yeah, shit a little I'm bit. I'm done with you niggas. Yeah, everybody hits that little stretch. But Timbaland, speaking of Timbaland, and this is this redeems it for me. Timbaland just produced a whole T Grizzly album. Yeah. And that shit is good as a motherfucker. Yeah, I was listening to T Grizzly today in the gym. Uh first day out came on my show. I actually posted on my story with the, with that playing in the background. That might be the best, most worst song ever created. It's up there on the he, best words. Because he's not on beat at all. Like for like the first two minutes. He's like just talking. Yeah. And but then he got those little lines like the hit the rolly hit the, the one liner hit the rolly store with, with the rolly, rolly on like yeah, it, it it just uh what was my getaway car jag portfolio he said that my first offer was thirty years not a day lower I told him crack the holla at me when it's over he had them little lines but I was like yo this is up there with uh two chains I'm different like for like the yeah. best worst rap song <laughs> great ever. bad records man but like. I look at a lot of these different joints because, like I said, it turns into preference after you you got those guys up there. And then yeah. for me, like Just Blaze, Manny's gonna get in there. Manny's definitely in the top ten. Top five is a no go, but top ten, yeah, I'd get Manny in there. But like, it, it's it it's I feel like it's a lot. Like even like Mike Will made it. He's huge as fuck yeah. nowadays. Metro's and huge too. Metro's it's just huge. so soon because you look at Metro is. 2014. When so, did Dirty Sprite 2 come out? 2014, 14. right? To now. But in that time period, it's like... He's dominated. Like how you talk about, like, the generational... Define, like, Bad and Bougie is generational defining. Yeah. He got that. He got fucking Jumpman with Drake and Future. He pro- did he produce EXO Tour Life? EXO Tour... No. He didn't do EXO... EXO Tour Life with somebody else. TM88. TM88. From uh, EXO Tour Life. 808, 808 Mafia. Uh, Metro Boomin got fucking Father Stretch My Hands. And yeah. it's just like he got them joints where yeah. it's like, like I don't know, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's a lot of dudes who fall by the wayside because you, Toomp, like Toomp at one point. Toomp had, Toomp and T.I. had the fucking theme on ESPN. Fucking Big Shit Poppin' was on motherfucker. Who produced I'm about to. I was about to hit you. Big Shit Poppin' was Manny Fresh. Dog. <laughs> I was about to. Dog, you oh. fucked it up. I was about to give it to you real quick. Like, big, like, big shit popping might be T.I. Like, outside of like the joint with Rihanna. That's like his. That's his second biggest record. That, that, that shit gone. was the theme song on SportsCenter for 90 days. I, I was thinking to myself, like, man, he got one hit with somebody. I couldn't think who it was, and it just hit me like big his shit big shit popping. And, and Top Back top was in a Chevy top, commercial. Top Back, and then he did that too. Give Manny his prop, Joe. <laughs> Manny, you in the top 10, baby. I should have lied. <laughs> Manny, you in the top Top 10, baby. Fuck that. I, I told you. No, I told you, baby, we're getting the top 10. We try to get you to the top eight now. I ain't getting it. It's going to be I tough. I ain't going. I ain't going with top eight. I knew Manny had I'm like, hold on. Somebody produced Big I, Shit I, I was literally sitting here because I'm thinking, like, was it top back? And I'm like, I think it was top back. Then I'm like. What's the name was huge, too, though? I'm like, oh, shit, he chirp when I uh, When I chirp, shorty chirp. Man, that wasn't. That was two. I'm that saying. That was two. Louis Napsack, well, I'm holding all the words. I love it from Jeezy. Like, yeah. Toomp had, like... Toomp had Can't Tell Me Nothing. Yeah. Can't Tell Me Nothing. Kanye. 
yeah. Because he used the Jeezy joint, yeah. Yeah, Toom. That was a Kanye slash Toom joint. They did that Remember together. Remember, T.I. said they want to sound like Shorty. Go get a beat from Toom and try to look like Shorty. Like, yeah, Toom yeah. at one point was like... Was the it And guy. it's crazy because, like, people can't even pick Toom out of a lineup. Fuck no. You Toom, know what I'm saying? Toom could pull up on you, put a big-ass pussy in your face and say, tell him DJ Toom robbed you. And you'd be like, it was some boy, hey, boy. <laughs> Calling <laughs> Toom. <laughs> Calling itself Toom. And uh, it's crazy because, like, when I, I mentioned this shit the other day, and my man was like... What about Cool and Dre? And I was like, yeah, I'll call you back. <laughs> <laughs> Hate it or love it, though. No? All right. I feel like Ja Rule right now. The on- Y'all out there? The, the only, I guess the not. Only, the only thing that I really love from Cool and Dre. Let's look at some of Cool and Dre shit. Tell her, let's get five more minutes. We're going to figure this shit out. Hold on. What do Cool and Dre got? Cool and Dre. Cool and Dre got Make It Rain. That's yeah, another make it, one. I was about to say, they, all the Fat Joe and Lil Wayne little shit from that little time period, they had a bunch of shit with Khaled and shit like that. Like, even what's his name? They did Rick Ross, John. They produced New York for Ja Rule, Ja Rule, yeah. Fat Joe. They did a, all, everything that had that, all that goofy shit at the Holla beginning. Holla at me, baby. DJ Khaled first single. That John was all right. Uh, Rodeo for Juvenile. That record, now, Rodeo was the that shit. That brought Juvie back that from the, the dead. Sh- you know, uh, what's it called? I, I saw the other day was um, Cash Money's first number one. Was um, What's the other song he had from that album? That was the real big hit. Rodeo wasn't a big, real big hit. Um, Slow Motion. Slow Motion. That was the actual first. Because even they were saying how high and back that ass up. Yeah, they didn't go number one. number one on the Billboard Hot yeah. 100. They were number one on the rap joint. That was Cash Money's first number one yeah. Hot 100 joint was Slow Motion. I was like, God damn. Like, yeah, they produced My Life, Game featuring Lil Wayne. My um, Life was a shit. Uh, Make the World Go Around, Nas featuring The Game. And Chris, Nas did a song with The Game? Yeah. <laughs> At one point, Game was like a fucking... Oh, All My Life, J-Rock first song, the one that had Lil Wayne on it. Mm-hmm. I come from the ghetto, oh. ghetto, get that shit. That was a hot record. Uh, camera phone game featuring Neo. For some reason, I remember that song. Yeah. That was either on LAX or the Red album. LAX. LAX. I think LAX. Uh, if it ain't about money, uh, Fat Joe and Trey songs, chilling with Wale and Lady Gaga, his first single. Um, Red Nation, Game and Lil Wayne. It's good. Lil Wayne featuring Drake and Jadakiss from 2011. You know who I always loved as far as production too, the Runners. And it, 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 I, it we love all the runners. I just like the way they came yeah. on the track. But they literally had I'm So Hood. And I was just like, and that's what I mean. It's, it really goes to what did you like? Yeah. Because even when you look at the runners, they had Hustlin' by Rick Ross, which was a smash. Yeah, Hustlin' music. Then they had, they had I'm So Hood, they had Speedin', and they had Cash Flow, and then they had Out Here Grinding, and then they had Go Hard with Kanye and T-Pain. Who produced uh, Hustler Music for Lil Wayne? Was that the Runners, or was that somebody else? Nah, Hustler Music was, um, that was like a, uh, it wasn't like a huge name behind Hustler right. Music. Oh, but, Cool and Dre, All the Way Up. All the Way Up. Bad Joe, nothing can uh, stop me. Uh, I my, hate that, John. But you know, the for the hip-hop heads, Jay jumped on the remix, so it's a classic. Uh... They produced all that for the game. Game, Lil Wayne, Big Sean, Fabulous, and Jeremiah. That was a good record. It didn't perform, but that was a good record. Then they pr- produced Celebration that had the uh, Bone Thug sample in it. Yeah. For Game, Chris Brown, Tyga, Wiz, and Lil Wayne. Uh, Money Showers featuring Todd Dolla Sign. Uh, Don't Mind, Kent Jones. Kent Jones came and went. Sorry to see that, Kent Jones. Uh, so excited that didn't do nothing. Pick it up that didn't do nothing. 
Uh, yes, Fat Joe, Cardi B, and, and Annuel. That's a no. Nah, that didn't really do shit neither. All right, so that's it for Cool and Gray. If I tell you this, y'all are gonna get so mad. <laughs> Cause I just looked it up Cause I always knew Hustler music was like Some off brand weird shit Yeah You know who produced Hustler music Take a guess Who's a co-producer On this show A co-producer It's, a, it's two people Who produce It's a co-production co I guarantee you, If you hit this I will literally give you The ten dollars I have in my pocket okay. T-Mix And Batman Do you know who Batman is It's Marcus Houston Are you shitting me I would lie to you I remember seeing that Years ago And I was like What the fuck T Mix has a couple hit records. I, I was like, it was some, it was somebody, it was some weird with hustler music, but it was T Mix and Marcus Houston. Yeah, T Mix got a couple hit records. That Drake, Lil Wayne, twenty eleven, oh eight era. It's all a that lot shit. of little songs where you think about it like Drake's the motto, and you like, who the fuck did that? And then you look, you like, oh shit. So you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like just all kinds of little goofy shit in there, like. Rap is crazy because yeah. it's like uh, Joe, Joe Button said it. I'm glad producers charge so much for their track because nowadays they do all the work. You're just applying the rap. And it's like that shit is kind of yeah. for real. Like, and that's what they go down to. Like, we talked about it earlier with like Dre having beats that's like aren't the craziest, most complicated beats or Manny Fresh having these songs where it's like bling bling took over earth. Right. Back that ass up, took over earth. But, like, the production ain't the reason that it took over Earth. It's the what was being said. Right, right. The, you know what I'm saying? You know what I can say about Dre? Dre is the right place, right timest producer in history. I literally said that. Just <laughs> like, perfect. Like perfect he's, fitting. he's just right there. At, as soon as the changing of the guard about to happen, he's right there at the forefront of that shit every time. Literally. Fucking like, NWA, Death Row, Eminem, uh, G Unit, 50 Cent. The game, Kendrick Lamar. Like I just looked it up. Who who did the motto? Yeah, T minus. It's like you know what I'm saying. And it's like if you look up T minus, he probably got like four of like the biggest songs of hip hop history. And that's how that should be. Nothing else. <laughs> that's really how that should be. Yo. Remember the uh, the detail era in Brat production, the boy detail, the funny looking boy. He looked like uh like a bootleg T Pain. Oh, yeah, the nigga that yeah, drinking yeah. them had to beat up <laughs> later remember. on in life. I do remember him. It's like he yeah, was getting some big placements, like like the um. You want to talk about real quick where we're going for 2020? Uh, I don't know if we have time. Are we in 2020? We are in 2020. Yeah. Are we in 2020? I thought I said it wrong for a second. <laughs> where we're going? Into, uh. I just kind of arbitrarily wrote that out. I like I didn't have anything particular in mind. I'm just like, yo, what what is, what is that I want to do? I mean, personal goals. I want to get these businesses off the ground. I got a couple of different businesses that I'm about to start with my man Mel. Um, we about to you know do a event space, short haul trucking company, home health care company, um, and uh, daycare. A couple of daycares too. I was thinking about getting into the daycare, John. We was actually talking about that. I the got other some. Day. If you want to, I got somebody that's like. Had had they on daycare for had two for like ten years, know what they doing, all of that shit that could point you in the right. My direction. lady's aunt actually has a oh, real boom in daycare. Yeah. Her mom had one back in the day. Like, yeah, yeah, like it's money, it's money in that shit. So it's like basically, you know, I had a talk um in the like probably like August September with my business mentor, and um 
we was talking and I'm like, yo, what's something that's good to get into as far as like, you know, investment, whatever, whatever. And he was like, yo, anything that's everyday money is where you want to focus your attention. He was like, it could be outside of fentanyl. But yeah, obviously don't yeah, sell fentanyl, yeah, ladies and yeah, gentlemen. Yeah, you know. But like anything that's everyday money. So you're talking about like, uh, you know, like it could be uh, like internet based. So like selling clothes, selling uh, mugs, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Flipping merchandise, shit like that. Um, the bar business. He was like, you know, if you can have a bar that operates, you know, every day and you make money, he was basically telling me, he's like, yo, I had a bar that, you know, I was making 9500 a week profit, paying all my bills, making 9500 a week profit, but he was in business with bad people and yeah. fucked the whole shit up. So he's like, yo, he's like, anything that's everyday money and that you want to work, you can work the shit, and then secondarily, you got to be in business with good people. So I just basically, you know, we going to, you know, take one business, let that get up and up and running, ninety days, use that money to, you know, funnel into the next business, whatever like that. So I'm excited about my business ventures. Real quick, because I, I maybe click when I saw <laughs> T minus did the motto. Yeah, it just the weirdest looking guy you ever seen in your life. This motherfucker produced J Cole's Middle Child. You know what I'm saying? Like, just, just a random major record of 2019. He, he produced Lil Wayne, She Will, and he produced DJ Khaled, I'm on one. It's like, like what I just said, like, four of the biggest the records in hip hop history. Fuck? Like, y'all never even seen this dude. <laughs> <laughs> shit is crazy. You couldn't pick T minus out of a lineup. But it's crazy now that I think about it, I've heard T minus yeah. said in songs. You but he's just I mean? not, he didn't brand himself no. the way like a Kanye or a Timbaland or a Pharrell did. It's crazy as shit, but I'm looking at it like middle child. Like, god damn. <laughs> got like, this fool's making hits right now. Slaps, right? <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, yeah, man, for this year, like I said, man, I. The podcast is it I'm just happy to be back and doing it and it's just Definitely. You know, we we got I hate that we got next and we I hate We got that. limitless potential with this show. We do. Like, you we, know what I'm saying? We you do. know, what I think the biggest thing with the podcast is that we were so good at it so quickly and got so like much adulation, we kind of took it for granted. Yeah. And that's and and we apologize to the audience for that and not taking the shit as serious as we needed to. Um but, you know, sometimes when you wake up and piss excellence, you kind of, like, take it for granted. I'm going to piss again. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, like, it's kind of what it is. Um, what else for me? Uh, oh, yeah, I, I, I finally hit 200 pounds. I lost 200 pounds. You Can know we get some saying? claps, Taylor? Can we get the, some claps um, for that? That's, that's major. Yeah, I got on a scale yesterday, and just on the strength, like, I got to my workout, and I was like, let me see. And I got on, and... Like I said, the last time I got on the scale was about six weeks ago. Yeah. I was at like 312. And so naturally, I got on, I put the thing to 300 and then a the little joint to 12. And that shit like hit the bottom. I'm like, like, oh shit. I'm like, wait. And I started <laughs> moving and moving and moving it. And I got past the six and it, it got to, it got damn near to the five. And I was, it was floating in the middle. Yeah. And I was like, damn, 305. All right, bet. And then I, like, I stepped back and I'm like, I started the shit I was five. I was like No way I hit, And I, I got back on And I look, I'm like yeah. Oh shit I've, I've lost 200 pounds Amazing. I was like What the fuck So it's like And it's dope Because I feel like Even with the broke Situation in my hand I've had like My best workouts In a while right. Like just and That's the one thing Like being out of work I can really go to the gym For four yeah. hours So it's <laughs> like You know I've been doing Like phenomenal And um are you back at work? No. Okay. I, tomorrow I go and they gonna do more X-rays, so they might release me to light duty. Yeah. But my hand is still broke. Right. So it's like you know you can see it. Like when I take it off, it's still broke. So it's like you know, I don't know. Like I'm I'm waiting on workers' comp chat. Another <laughs> story we're getting into. But um, the uh, just trying to stay consistent with the working out yeah. shit, eating good. 
Um, you know, I, I'm planning to go to Vegas this summer for a month for the World Series. Nice. So we'll see what the fuck happens with that. Um, just everything, like like you said, it's limited, limitless potential when yeah. it comes to the podcast. Just everything. You know, I, I want to see everybody have a decent year. The we had three murders the first day. Like we got It's just like, come on, man. We we on. If you got three murders first day, you know we on tra- on on pace for a thousand murders right. for the like, year. Let's not like let's not <laughs> do that. You know what I mean? So it's like you know, I just want to see everybody have a productive, decent year. Accomplish the things you want to accomplish. Write them shits down. Yeah. Get you a vision board. Do whatever the fuck it is you need to do, and you know, hopefully we look up next year and we got a deal somewhere because yeah. uh. This back and forth banter, it's just too good for yeah. it to not be everywhere. So it's like, you know. My real- biggest thing I want to say to everybody out there is for this year and just going forward, don't don't limit yourself to nothing. Oh, that's Whatever the fuck you want, figure out a way to go Yo, get that shit. Listen. And I don't mean like material bullshit. I mean like real deal, solid accomplishments. I'm, I'm, you want and, that and, house, go get that motherfucker. I, it's crazy because like I got so many people to hit me and be like, "Yo, you so inspiring. Like you need to like do something with the weight loss and the fitness shit." Da, da, da. And it it's crazy because like I was talking to somebody, guy from uh Georgia, and he was like, he's overweight and he was you know trying to get his shit altered. Now I was telling him like. I had sleep apnea. Um, I was on blood pressure medicine. I had cardiomyopathy. Like, that shit is going. Like, it's a lot of things that, like, internally weren't, you know, fuck all the goofy shit with me losing weight and looking different. But it's like I was telling him, like, I remember going to the gym in, like, 10 minutes of cardio. My back was hurting. My my hips were hurting. Like, it it was rough. I legitimately today did 65 minutes on the elliptical and then walked in the, for, in the pool for an hour. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, literally, like, I'm going in the leg press tomorrow. I don't know if I'm going to attempt the 800 tomorrow, but within the next week, I'm going to put, because you figure I'm doing 720 now, yeah. like, you know, and I want to get, you figure that's 16 plates. If I put 18 on, I'll be at a... Uh, 810. So it's like, you know, I'm going to get to where I can, like, leg press 800. And I remember not being able to leg press... 200 pounds. Right. So it's just like, it seems, should be seeming so far off and so impossible, but it's you just like, work if you just do the shit yeah. every day and do what you're supposed to yeah. do, you'll kind of just yeah. get there. Like I told you, I got on the joint yesterday just net thinking like I'm probably at like 312, 311. And I saw the 311. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> I literally have been making posts for the last couple months where like yeah. I hit that wall at like 190 and it was just like, I'm not going to get past 200. And I literally, I've put literally, it out your mind and then I literally got to the point where I do a thousand calories of cardio a day. And you know, 3,500 calories is a pound. So if you burn 3,500 calories in a week, you burn in a pound of fat. Right. I'm literally burning six, 7,000 just in cardio right. for the week. So it's like, you you put it out of your mind and just do shit and yeah. you look up. You like, damn, all right. It's major, man. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, it's it's definitely like you said, if you willing to work, and me and Chad talked about it today, just like little things we we gonna attempt to do and wanna do. I literally had one of my homegirls the other day, she was just like, yo, I'm listening to the cause that's what made me post the clips. Yeah. She's like, I'm listening to the decade review. She was like, Y'all are better than anything I hear. Right. Like just She's like the 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 jokes, the knowledge is just it's perfect. It's it's a, it's a great situation. So it's like, yeah, let's expound on this. Let's and taking it further, we've put so many people on to podcasting. Like our, a lot of our listener base grew with us. Like mm-hmm. this was our first podcast, and this was their first podcast. Right, and they've grown with us, and now they listen to Joe Rogan or they listen to. 
uh, Gillian Wallow and they listen to this and that. We've opened up an audience to podcasting, like because they were just interested in what these two crazy motherfuckers had to say, and we can't take that for granted. You know what I'm saying? The yeah. fact that you know we have an audience that grew with us, that you know has nurtured us as much as we nurtured them, and. You know, the support has, is there. It, it's, it's there. It's been there. You know what I'm saying? We're going to get this thing back on track. Like we said, we, we're committed to being here, doing what the fuck we need to do, producing the quality product that y'all want to hear, and blowing this shit the fuck up. I ain't going to hold you one last thing. It, I'll be open and talk about it. I struggle at a lot at times with the whole being known and, like, the possibility of being famous. Right. You know about it. All my close friends know about it. Cause I, cause I, I really, literally, we were out last night. We, you just shot over to Jersey, go to Cherry Hill Mall, go get yeah. some food. We walking out the restaurant. The lady, it's, it's older women, like two older black women, like <laughs> seventy years old. I hold the door for them. I say, how y'all doing tonight? They say, hey, how you doing? And then the lady came in. She clearly tell, like, they were her, I guess, her grandmother or something like yeah. that. And then the lady came in. She like she was about fifty five, and I held the door for her. Like, Let me get it for you. She was like, "Oh, thank you so much." And you are hilarious on Instagram. And I'm like, "So let's leave. Follow me on Instagram." <laughs> right. But it's like the the power review shit. Like when it started getting to where like motherfuckers was hitting me from like I had one motherfucker from New York like, "Yo, you's a pussy. How you hating on power with my G?" And all that. It's <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, You're way too affected by this. <laughs> and it's like so I struggle. Like I watch. Like you want to be on Love and Hip Hop. I don't want to be the fuck. You know, like, I, I my house of cards will come crashing down. First episode. <laughs> <laughs> they, I mean, like, like a popular media personality. See, Diddy was stabbed yeah. on the first episode of Love and Hip Hop North Philly. <laughs> but I literally People tell me all the time Like yo Your gift isn't talking Your yeah. gift isn't making people laugh You People connect with you So easily And so just yeah. I don't know what it is And it's like I've literally gotten to Where it's just like Yo fuck it If we can get some money And I can get the fuck to Vegas And get the fuck away from y'all <laughs> Let's fuck do it, it. Let's yeah. do it You know what I'm saying So that's where we at with it Like we here And I don't think We gonna go nowhere So like you know He said we got the live show Coming up January 16th January 16th Punchline Philly um, I'm gonna be there. He gonna be there. I was joking with Jill the other day. It was like, yeah, I might, I might, I don't know. Depending on what's going on, who all gonna be there? I might fall through that, Joe. Depending, like. But no, we'll be there. Um, shout out to everybody who's already got a ticket. There's still tickets available. Yeah, if you need tickets, um, get a ticket, man. I definitely had two different general seat and ticket conversations this week. It's like, fam, buy a ticket, man. There are chairs. Trust me, they're gonna I promise it's tables and chairs. But yeah, um, Come through, get y'all a grub, get y'all something to drink. We're going to talk some shit for two hours, and then we're going to go party at Mirage afterwards. And I'm smoking hookah. Matt's smoking hookah, most <laughs> importantly. So just to put a pretty, nice, pretty bow on everything, for 2020, don't, lim don't limit yourself out of nothing. You want something, go get that shit. But just know that it requires work. Any goal that's worth attaining and worth having is not going to be easy. Y'all go out there, do what the fuck y'all got to do, whether it's working your job, trying to blow your business up, being closer and being be better and more close-knit with your family. Family, whatever your goal is, write that shit down. Figure out a plan on how to go get it and go get that shit, man. 2020 all year. You start a business, do not go online and argue with strangers. Post about your business. It's <laughs> <laughs> just that and simple. And do not start your posts off with these bitches. Yeah. No more, no more of these bitches post for 2020. Absolutely. Peace, man. We out of here. Who needs an alarm in the morning? When McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. -ba -ba.